two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, and two dozen amyls. Not that we needed all that for the trip, but once you get locked into a serious drug collection, the tendency is to push it as far as you can. The only thing that really worried me was the ether. There is nothing in the world more helpless and irresponsible and depraved than a man in the depths of an ether binge. And I knew we'd get into that rotten stuff pretty soon. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Terry Gilliam, 1998. Uh, trip, trip of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trip. That's would you? Word you wouldn't I'd use. Yeah. Tony, you were saying before you wouldn't count this as a movie, weren't you? It is an experience, I think. You know, yes. that's the only way I could. Well, the only time I actually enjoyed it was when I was off my head on acid. <laughs> I enjoyed it this time, don't get me wrong, because like the performances are top notch. But I feel like when I watch movies, I'm really in it for like the plot. And like, I cannot relate <laughs> to these characters. Uh, motivations, you know what I mean? I'm like, why the hell are they making this decision? Why are they just well, want to be on drugs the whole time? I don't think motivation. That's what I mean. I'm, I, well, the motivations get, what, high. Like, I'm, I think I'm way too square for this movie, to be honest. I, yeah, I can't relate to it. So Shorty should have the opposite thoughts. Shorty, who do you think? What do you think this movie uh, is? I think this movie is not very good. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> not All good, right, no. I'm you defending it. Bro, it's, uh, it's a good movie. What I, what it's, a, I it's, a great, it's a great comedy. It's, you have to admit, you would laugh in half the time. <laughs> Not really. What? I don't know. I don't like Monty Python either. Maybe it's Terry Gilliam's brand of humor. Uh, it's, it's not really style. My, it's not really my jam. Before we go too deep into that. it, this is our fan on film selected movie. Mm. You have to lie so, and say you like it now, Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> is Ethan Hurwitch... So, Shorty, pronounce this word since you're our genius pronouncer. Everyone knows who listens to this. Tony and I cannot pronunciate much words. So, H-I-R-S-C-H-O-W-I-T-Z. Yeah, sounds like Hershwitz, but... Hershwitz. Um, Awesome, dude. Thank you for selecting this movie. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ethan. <laughs> so you guys were just both bad math. I think it's actually a masterpiece. Whoa, I didn't even say... A masterpiece... Yes. Hey, that's way too yeah. far. Masterpiece. And Tony, you're on point. You say it is an experience. The amount of effort and knowledge it takes of like a drug induced fever. And they actually capture that on screen. Like you can't no one could make this movie. I'm telling you right now, this movie's not easy <laughs> to make. They did make this movie. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like obviously I'm still tripping from the movie. I can't even like articulate how good of an effort this is. The talent it takes to construct this is like, it's truly unique. And Tony, you're right; it's an experience. Like, and I think it has to be like a prerequisite to actually have a psychedelic or take drugs to understand the movie at its like core level. Even though well, there's like fu- all this other. It's funny yeah. you say that, Shane, because Terry Gilliam claims he's never done acid before. Bullshit. So like he the Beatles, claims man. what? They're like the Beatles of uh, of comedy. Like the no, he, he was in the view. He was like, I don't know why everyone thinks I'm like this big acid head guy because I've made these little cartoons for Monty Pythons, but I never touched it. He was worried it might uh, disturb his, his like imagination. Like, like I, like I can't imagine if I was on it, like how much more fucked up shit I'd think of. Like he was sort of scared of it by the sounds of it. 
Well, anyway, so thank you, Ethan Hershowitz. You smashed it out of the park with this pick. I love the love the movie. Can't wait to talk about it some more. Um, let's talk about what characters we think we are. So let's just go. Let's keep it very confined. There's four selections. You can be A, Doctor Gonzo. Yeah. B, which is Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. B, Johnny Depp's character, not Hunter. What's the uh, guy's Duke. name? Raul yeah, Duke. Duke. Raul Duke. Raul Duke. Which is like, isn't he based on Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah, yeah, I think that's his. Um, uh, uh, it's alias. hard to write a movie where you do a whole bunch of illegal shit if you yeah. use your real yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, so that's well, if the character looks just like him. I've seen all the behind the scenes stuff. Or Tobey Maguire's character, the hitchhiker. Yeah, when he's just like that. That's definitely Tony. I don't know why we've been debating that. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I got that energy to say no to drugs. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you try I thought we have a bit of hairline on him, but yeah, yeah. debatable. His hair colour is definitely better than your hair colour. Or <laughs> you can be the uh, hotel manager at the Pink Flamingo or the Flamingo Motel. You mean starred Chris Maloney, right? Chris Maloney from Law & Order himself. <laughs> Masterclass. He's always good, Tony. You'll say that? Always good. If you watch, uh, which is it, Holding Kumar, uh, yes. Go to White Castle. Great or Hot American Summer. That. That's good too. He's really funny in that. He's good in everything. Yeah, good character actor. Yeah, great. Um, good on him. Got his paycheck too. Like doing those fucking shows over and over and over again. Mm. Like hundreds of episodes. Like he's making bank now. So which, who are you? So I, I'm going to be probably uh, Duke. I'll be Duke. I yeah, because you Duke. definitely can't handle your drugs. That's for sure. <laughs> I can't. But no one really can. Not even Dr. Gonzo <laughs> could. Like, yeah, that's true. It was cool that the power dynamic uh, between them two. That kind of what did you say? There's a really good line. Like, I'm starting oh, to get the fear. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> like, it's, this yeah, whole movie is scattered with good lines. I think it's that Hunter S. Thompson dude. He's, like, known to be a great writer. Like, yeah. it's, like, his best work. Oh, no, I've got to read his shit. But, like, I wonder how, like, uh, abstract it would be. Because this movie, like, do you think it'd be easy to follow the book? Or do you think it'd be, like, the movie's like, what the fuck's he talking about? Nah, here? I think it's just as trippy. The book is, the book is this movie, Tony. Yeah, it's- but, like, is it, is it easy to follow? Or is it pretty much the exact same? It's mostly exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, like all I'm- the voiceover and stuff that they do. That's Hunter S. Thompson's like lines, I guess, that Terry Gilliam was like, well, how the fuck like, am I going to get a character to say this? It's easier if it's just like a thought because it's so yeah. good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the thing? Like when Terry Gilliam adapted it, he was like, he went on just like some strict rules so he didn't like taint the overall story. He was like, I can't mm. want to just do it, adapt it as quick as I can. Like, I don't want to like be bogged down and trying to get it perfect for screen. Just go quick. I think it was like 10 days he like wrote the thing. I think it was eight days and he's like didn't like it and did it again in two days. <laughs> so it was just like just get it on off the book and onto the screen. And you mm. can't even like debate this cinematography and like the sound, the sound design. And like how I feel like all the sounds on the same level. You know how like when you're on a hallucinogenic or especially acid, you know, like all your senses are like receiving signals at all at the mm. same time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're trying to duplicate that in the, sh- in the movie. Coming all these yeah, visuals some and parts, sounds. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Um, anyway, it's before we get too deep into the actual oh, film. Well, Shorty's uh, Gonzo, right? We didn't decide. Yeah, he's Gonzo. He's Gonzo. I'm a lawyer, baby. I know what's up. All right, now. Lawyer, so I really I don't know what's up. Be <laughs> honest. Threatening. Who would you other party with out of those three characters? <laughs> no, two. I'm not partying <laughs> with that hitchhiker. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he's good vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, feel really, like what, he, I feel like he escaped from a Christian band conference. Oh, bro. Uh, and he's yeah, I'll give you a good hang. You know what I mean? Yeah, before we like, tackle Tony's he... question, 
Before yeah. we actually get all that, we should do movie smoothie real quick. And I'm not, I'm not attempting it. I don't have the brain width for that. Um, or bandwidth. I even fucked that up. <laughs> uh, it's between Tony and Shorty. I think uh, Doctor Gonzo would do it. He has like he's like a power. Yeah. He's like a power. Yeah, but I got my movie smoothie when I was on acid. Well, we didn't mention that, but Shane and I watched oh, this yeah. on acid. Is this the first time you guys thought of movie smoothies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is what's happening. We watch this movie. This has acid involved in it, and when you, everyone knows you're on acid, you get scattered. And at the moment, we are scattered. At the moment, we're scatterbrained. So bear with us. But yes, we should talk about our first experience with this movie properly. My very first experience was this was when I was like probably 16, 15, 14, doing the whole IMDb, like hey, which movie should I watch next, blah, 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 going through all like the top rated ones and like underrated lists and blah, blah, blah. And this one popped up, Johnny Depp, Terry Gilliam, love both. And I love like Multipath and like Holy Grail, all that, all that good jazz. And Johnny Depp, like he was prior to Caribbean at the time and he was huge, um, especially in Australia. But uh, I was disappointed the first time I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? I, as I said, like, you, you don't understand what is going on. There's a lot of hype for mind. it. Everyone says yeah, like, it's such yeah. a good movie. So, well, no, unique movie. Such a unique movie. Yeah. Like, no one can replicate. Yeah, just too young. Yeah, you're too young. Going on. No, world, no world experience, really. Like, when you're, like, 14, 13, I didn't, well, it depends if you're shorty or not, but you shouldn't be doing, like, psychedelics <laughs> and shit like that. That, you, that shouldn't be out of your realm. But really, you should, as I said before, you should come with, like, a little tagline. Make sure you... Like ingest and hallucinogenic before watching this movie, or even directly before is actually quite good too. Um, that's what me and Tony did the second time, and that was an experience. How many times did you guys watch this in a weekend? Just once. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it was like once at fourteen, and I didn't understand it. Like as I said, the scenes when you're watching it, all this is them in a motel room just arguing, and it's like nonsensical, really. Hmm. And it's like what the fuck, and you just like switch off and you like turn it off. I don't think I finished it the first time. When me and Tony watched on acid, like what, a year ago, turning two years ago? Can't really remember. That was Probably a, while a year ago. ago. I think it was two years, maybe three. Nah, it was three years ago. Yeah, we watched Labyrinth the same night, and we also watched uh, How's Moving Castle. It was pretty good. Yeah, but we were, we were coming down. It wasn't the uh, we were peaking during this movie. Yes. Uh, did so this movie like dictate our trip? Because I felt like <laughs> well, we felt the same sort of emotions the characters are going through. Yes. I wonder what, if the, you felt like your spine was disconnected from your body. Dude, yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he was like directing us for our trip, but most yeah. of the time, like I was so scared of the, the one scene, you know, where they pull up to Vegas and the, the ticket dude, like, ticket, take the ticket. Yes. Mm. Come on, take the ticket. We're busy here. Come on, take the ticket. Take it. Take the ticket. I need this, right? I remember your face. Yeah. I remember when I was, I must have been peeking. I was like, fucking don't take that ticket. I was like, what? what? I felt <laughs> so fucking scared. It was insane. Uh, yeah, similar thing when the uh, manager comes out and he's like, I need to talk to Dr. Gunzo. Dr. And he keeps like, stopping the car. Yeah, and he's like, get away. Too, like, Just get out of there. Get yeah, out of there. Exactly. Had, like, and the guy's so evil. And watching it, I was sober. He's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah, so basic. It's like, exactly right. It's like, what the fuck is Johnny Depp doing? Like, how is he not being like, carried off to jail the way he acts mm. in public it's insane but you're like on their side like you through their journey it's ins- it's a really good experience shorty you should actually try it and like mm. the thing have is, you, have you done acid it- before shorty you would have done acid shortly yeah i don't yeah what, what, what did you do on it i went into the woods and <laughs> uh, went to like <laughs> no and went to a, a party that lasted like three days so three Damn. day party yeah 
Did you do one hit of acid, or did you keep no way yourself? Uh, we did a whole bunch of different things. So I did some acid, did some un- unnamed drug number two, unnamed drug number three. Quarter you didn't tequila, know what it was. Uppers, downers, laughers. <laughs> no. Just were you, uh, mostly acid. Were you ever sober after that first hit, or you just, it's like a binge? I, yeah, I was a binge, mostly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, well, luckily, this is all for comedy. Like, we can't be a hold off to jail, right, guys? This is all a comedy podcast. can't be taken seriously. So, sure. but yeah, we don't recommend doing drugs regardless. So we're not pro drugs. We're actually off it. Tony hasn't touched a drug in years, probably since That's that true. day. Uh, surely not so much. No, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, yeah, no comment. Speaking of our first proper time doing acid, that was my proper first proper time too. I'm I've done. Tony. <laughs> I've microdosed before, and it's just like nowhere near. I say, if, if, if you're going to do drugs, just do it safely and plan it. Don't just do acid for the sake of it. Have like a, a goal or like a plan. Don't just do it and go to the club because you won't have a good time. Um, <laughs> go good to the club. <laughs> yeah, don't do a club thing. Or like depends. It depends how like seasoned you are. Yeah, but like this movie in general. Um, Shows why you need good friends and not your attorney. <laughs> yeah, like I remember this part when we watched the movie when we're both, me and Tim both tripping and we're like, I'm just sitting on the couch and we're like sinking into the couch watching it. Just like how like... You know, I was like looking on the ground and the guy's feet's like sinking into the carpet and everything's like blending mm. together. It's like, what the f-? As Tony said, I think it kind of did dictate. Because I feel like during our trip, Tony, me and you were always like trying to get the power in a weird way. It was pretty interesting. It was pretty funny. Oh, like the uh, like, uh, balance of power. Yeah. Like I would have that behind in a conversation or something. <laughs> and then I could feel that you were like being like a little bitch about Frustrated. it or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and then I would let you. Ha- I don't know. Then somehow the, the, you relate, the tables would flip, power. and then I'll yeah, and then I'll feel like shit. Oh no, it's such a strange feeling. I haven't explained it. You have to do it, it yourself. Big, it was a giant loop as well. Like you yeah. would would do something, and then we'll do it again. Like in the next ten minutes, but then we'd like laugh about it, like we know we're in a loop, and we just can't help ourselves. I remember one got- yeah one moment we're both outside. At, it was at your house, and there was a clothes hanger there, and we were like swinging off. Just holding the clothes hanger, pretending we're swinging around, and there was a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses, and then you would wear them. Well, no, I think maybe I was wearing them first, and then you're like, dude, you look like Tom Cruise, and then you took them off me, and you put them on, and you said, I'm Tom Cruise, and I was like, oh, what? No, I'm Tom Cruise. Oh, no, it's such a weird experience. Yeah, and we're drawing and all this jazz. I don't know if this is a good podcasting, but I think if you watch this movie, I think you've probably experienced it before, and if not- Recommend doing it and then watching the movie because it's a blast. Um, yeah, yeah you get another side of the movie. Yeah, yes, you see 100%. another side of it. Um, anyway, let's go to movie smoothie. Let's wait a second. You know, it would be better if we do a drug cocktail. What do you think, Tony? As long as we don't overdose. <laughs> it could be a hot shot. <laughs> you don't know, uh, Shorty. Movie smoothie, baby. Let's go. Yeah, all right. Chuck some shit in. Give me, give me some things um, to smoothize. As you said before, acid, downers, acid, mescaline, adrenaline. Uh, Christian girls, hotels, Vegas, gambling. casinos, gambling, cops, highway patrol, uh, drug Man, abuse, <laughs> a lizard orgy, a lizard orgy. I was right in the middle of a fucking reptile zoo, and somebody was giving booze to these goddamn things. It won't be long now before they tear us to shreds. Um, yes, a author, a motorbike race, elevators, uh, and definitely a lots of knives. Definitely lots, lots of knives. Fucking stab, mm. stab knives. <laughs> what, what do you call those, those cigarette holder things that you put in your mouth? Yes, cigarettes. Just cigarette holders. <laughs> yeah. What's it called that? 
The Quella de Ville. A fancy name for him. The Quella de Ville. Well, if that's all, do you want to add anything, Tony? You added two things. That's cool. I did kind of. Well, Shane was railing them off. I was doing a lot more than railing something. That's right. Okay. It's funny when they start doing cocaine in the movie, eh? It's just all of a sudden. (laughs) That was fucked up. Put this into a smoothie machine, also known as a blender. All right. Uh, I think uh, we are about to go into Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. This would be very Uh, interesting. Hold up. Before you get started, Shorty, this little preamble, this is going to be the hardest movie smoothie to do, and I still think it would be better than Tony's. Men in Black one. <laughs> no, that was actually fucking clear and concise. It was not. It was. Con- I think it was neither, actually. It was bloated. Right, yeah. Bloated, <laughs> but at least you had all the information. Too much. Because, you know, no, right, people might not even listen to the movie, uh, watch the movie, right? Just want to listen to us talk about it. Wow. Well, yeah, we can actually let, like, let them know what's actually going on. There will be true Dr. Gonzo's who do that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not fit for society. Yeah. You know um, they wrote the character it's based on? <laughs> that person went missing. <laughs> <laughs> Forever? Well, like in the 70s, just went, like, dropped off the planet of the Earth or some shit. So, like, we yeah. died, man. <laughs> stops it, like, based his character on this, his friend back in the 70s. Or whenever he was a Too weird to, to live and too rare to die or something. Yeah, yeah that's his friend, was it? Yeah, got dead. Yeah. So he but, ascended, like, basically. He ascended to a different level. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, anyway, go shorty. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to follow the exploits of Raul Duke and Dr. Gonzo um, as they go through the desert on their way to get to Las Vegas. There's definitely a few like random goals that they want to hit, but primarily what they want to do is take a drug-fueled trip across the desert and into Las Vegas and throughout the rest of the evening. Uh, yeah. So basically we get uh, Raul Duke and Dr. Gonzo taking a billion <laughs> different drugs over a billion different settings. If you want to see floor melting, lizards having orgies, people turning into eels, people sniffing ether and having their spine disconnected from their body, eventually going into a, a room and snorting <laughs> like the... What's it called? Adrenochrome, which is a fake drug, which is meant to be harvested from people's pineal glands, turning into demons and then forgetting everything about their life and then going into another motel and then driving back over to the desert like nothing happened then this is the movie for you. All right. So it wasn't yeah. the best one. <laughs> it can't be. I'm not going to describe I'm not going to describe every single thing that happens mate. We'll yeah, it was hard. it's quite hard to. It's quite hard to. All right, let's start with the uh, Tony's first question. Uh, who would you so who would you have a party with? with? Who would you party with? Dr. Gonzo. Toby Maguire, right. baby. No, not Toby Maguire, not the hitchhiker. $15,000 bulk so, cat, baby. All right, sure. <laughs> Shorty, give your case to Dr. Gonzo, and I'll give yeah. my case to Duke. All right. Just to I be think contrary. D- Dr. Gonzo actually is a bit independent. You know, I'd <laughs> like to think that if I was partying with someone else, like if I was partying with Roald Duke, he'd be like, oh my God, bro, like what's going on? Help me out, help me out. And I'm like, I just want to vibe and party as well, man. Like, can you fuck off? Um, <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah so okay. I think okay. Dr. Gonzo knows what's up. He knows what's going on. And also, he has his own story of drugs and he has his own like ideas. I want him to turn into a demon and feed me drugs. You know, I'd be like, man, <laughs> this is the partnership that we've come to cultivate. This is why I want you on my team. So you want a knife wielding maniac to party with? No, but yeah. Shane, he gets him out of so many jams, though. You know what I mean? He, he helped him no, check into the He puts him in the jams to begin with. R- no, no. Uh, yeah, actually, he feeds him <laughs> a lot of drugs, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, but, like, even, like, leaving him and checking in by himself. Yeah, he comes was, back. 
That was so true, though. Like, the paranoia he felt before he, like, started talking and then, like, realizing your worst fear, like, how he's, like, I'll put the clip in because it's insane what he's actually it's saying. So fucking like, fun. Okay. Be quiet. Be calm. Name? Frank? And press affiliation. Nothing else. Hi there! Uh, my name? Uh, Roll Zook on the list. Free lunch. Final wisdom. Total coverage. Well, I have my attorney. With me? And I realize that his name is not on that list. But we must have that suite. Yes. Must have that suite. What's the score here? What's next? Your suite isn't ready yet. Yeah, that's the thing, Shorty. It's actually a comedy. You should be laughing at all this shit. That's why it's so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's face. To be honest, whenever I'm thinking about, like, movies about drugs that I like, and I... Did a whole lot of soul searching about this because everyone loves it. You guys soul like it. Searching. I know you like it. <laughs> That's really crazy, right? I, I I love it for the I love it for the, the acting the, and the, acting. the comedy, yeah, and the yeah. actual like uh, what do you call it expertise of filmmaking. I'm not saying that it's not like a good a well made film because it Very, is. It's just like the the sets, the costumes, the locations, the cinematography. Look, man, the hard taco shell of this movie is perfect, but. The spicy meat filling is dull and bland. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, all right. This is what Dr. Gonzo would say. <laughs> like, it doesn't beat the real thing, right, Shorty? <laughs> yeah. This is this is the best representation of drugs on film. Yes, ever. I probably agree with that. Especially, like, the LSD stuff is really, really good. Like, when that floor sort of starts to warp up that guy's legs, that's good. But I've never yeah. seen anyone turn into lizards or eels. I know. That was probably the, the book, though, the book talking. Yeah. So it's like a cocktail of drugs. So I would rather party with Duke just because he is the money of the group. Like he's also the reputation. People know him. That's why he gets him into places. Um, I don't think even Dr. Gonzo is a real lawyer either. I feel like he's a he's a, he's a attorney. Con artist. He's his attorney. <laughs> he's a con artist, bro. <laughs> like he, multiple times like he's like threatening people to like to stab people. Um, he's intimidating. He's suicidal. Like, don't tell me he's not suicidal. He's asking him to get, throw the freaking radio in with the bath with no, him. No, he, he, he just wants he to like, listen to a the bad song. I think that was like my favorite for like six minutes of the movie, actually. That the whole, those, the back and forth. Fuck, it was so yes. fucking funny. You'd see a lot of uh, Jack Sparrow in this performance, so Depp's performance. Uh, maybe. Not really. You reckon? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe it's just, maybe death. like the walking and shit and the, like the, like, yeah, his legs. hand movements. I know, like, they're both out there. That's the problem. Like, they're in the same lane of kookiness. But I think there's kooky. enough differences. Yeah, mm. kooky. And the reason why it's so fun to party with Deb is because he's up for anything. Like, up I don't like, think he uh, knows Duke. what he's... He definitely doesn't know anything. So but He's I think up that's for anything. Why. Up for anything, bro. Like, no, nah, I think he's just, weak, bro. He's just like... Because yeah, like, take, take, take this acid. Dude, and he was like, scared of Toby Maguire. I did not want to do that, <laughs> but I did it anyway because I'm a little loser. All right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's start there. They're driving into Vegas... <laughs> so, like, it's kind of like a good start. You're kind of just thrown into this world, mm. even though you got this weird little book, like book. What was the thing called? The start of it, the epilogue, book prologue, prologue. Oh. What's it? The prologue. Yeah. So you got this weird prologue of like the like is the it blood. the sixties movement and like the blood mm. title card. Yeah. 
and then straight into the movie. So I wonder what that Terry Gillan was trying to say there, like sixties is over or um, I think so, yeah. One hundred percent. I mean the whole point weird. the whole point of this movie, I would say, is just like the vacuity and despair of like entire generations who thought that they could change the world. And then basically like through a mixture of their own failings and political failings, just like sink into drug induced like isolation and loneliness. And that's it. Damn. Like you just that's, yeah. that's dark. You're probably dark. not wrong though. Probably not wrong. It's, Can no, you don't. relate to that, Shorty? Because haven't you been? Not yet. <laughs> you're not yet. Are you gonna make a change? You think? Yeah. Wow. Give me, give me a few delusional. more years, and you'll see me in like in a Be- desert somewhere. Because you are, you're, Shorty, you are a bit of an ideologist, aren't you, Shorty? Not an ideologist. I like think that you can change the world, and I'm optimistic about it. But yeah, I don't know. I think we're too small time. To be honest. Yeah, you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) Australian. Anyway. um, Okay. Just pick up this hitchhiker. Love Tobey Maguire. And when I watched this on acid, I was thinking like, I thought this guy was, there's something wrong with this dude. Like, this guy was evil. I was like, this guy's (laughs) fucked up. Look at him. He looks like a fucking- Yeah, because of Depp's reaction to him. Like, Yeah, you kind of like- Yeah, exactly. You kind of like go along with like Depp's reactions. You're right, Tony. Kind of like he kind of- forces your perspective into his way but mm. then like you watch it in a, on sober minded because you're kind of like you're not a part of it you're just watching it you see <laughs> Tom McGuire's just instantly freaked the fuck out like what the <laughs> fuck like, Tony wants to bail he tries to escape a few times almost yeah almost immediately when he's like hop in yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. the smile on his face he's like oh shit Tom McGuire's a good actor like it he's wasn't- so sweaty it's really good yeah, so, yeah good uh, costuming <laughs> or good uh, makeup sorry I should say because this is like a the whole movie is surreal. Like, Does he have any dialogue? Does he say, yeah, when he runs away? He's like, thanks for the, yeah. thanks for the, the trip, guys. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he gets a chance. <laughs> um, and, De- like, there's a really good part, too. Deb starts his monologue going about how this guy's going to, like, report us to police, blah, blah, blah. And he starts saying, like, something, like, really menacing. And he says that loud. Like, Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, as Tony said before, the heart attack part, like, oh, what the fuck it is. And he... Oh, my God. In real life, people just die, right? Like, this is, like, OD shit. Or this is, like, because they're seasoned drug takers. Like, people... Can people build tolerances this this much, Shorty? Wait a minute. Are you saying who had a heart, att- had a heart attack? Well, like, and it was heart, maybe heart indigestion or heartburn. No. Mm-hmm. Just, he, I, I think there was just tricking him so they could have, have a hit of cocaine. They're yeah, trying well, to hide no, the drugs that. from him because he was, like, an innocent dude. Oh, really? Was- <laughs> yeah, so try, this, this playing around. I knew it wasn't a heart attack. I'm just saying, like... No, but he's just the pretend like they're trying to hide the fact they're doing drugs in front of the kid (laughs) because they know what they're doing is illegal. I don't know. I sort of thought maybe that he was just losing his mind and needed like another drug to kick him up. (laughs) You reckon? Fuck yeah, mate. The balance it out. The balance it out. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Took too many downers. You need some cocaine. Took too much cocaine. You need some too many uppers. You need some downers. It's all about the balance, bro. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to like the tightrope. Yeah, it's a knife. It's a knife road. Yeah. They're trying to like not teeter to the side. Or else they get uh, cut. Do people build up tolerances? Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure for like um, things that I don't know. It's probably like for hallucinogens for sure. You can build up tolerances, but for things yeah. like cocaine and MDMA, actually, no, that's mm. also true. I remember when I uh, was beginning my law degree. It was actually yeah. around the same time that they had cancelled um, one of those music festivals, like the really like hardcore techno ones in Sydney. Because some kid died 
and he took 11 caps of MDMA. Oh, my God. What, what dickhead. <laughs> and, he, but apparently he, that was, like, normal for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, it might be true. A guy used to work, he used to take 10 all the time. I can have <laughs> awful as shit. I don't trust anyone on drugs. They're yeah. full of shit. Like, That's uh, true. The brain's melted. Yeah. Um, I actually even remember walking home one night uh, in uh, the town where I went to uni, and there was this guy, also really funny. He looked like fucking Tobey Maguire, man. He had, like, a ball. He was balding. And he was like, hey, bro, how's it going? He's like, oh, yeah, man, just had, like, a pretty good night. Do, like, five caps. And it's like, oh, shit. So, how old are you? And he's like, 19. I was like, what? What, <laughs> what the fuck? It looked like the guy in Red Hot Chili Peppers had been in the bathroom. Basically. Um, Flea. Yeah, that, was, that was him, wasn't it? Out of yeah, that, the, that scene. the drummer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whoever he is. That was a good scene, too. Like, they really, <laughs> and I caught the vibe of when you do run into someone in the bathroom. And you're both <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you're or like when you're not wavelength. fucked up and you're walking to two fucked up people. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, see ya. that one as well. <laughs> and like even like um, the preconceived notion that uh, Duke had was like, oh, this guy's thinking about this moment and had like a profound effect on him. I doubt it. This guy's like, this guy's a fucked up and just walk away. It's so funny how people on drugs like this movie and like people on drugs are very incoherent. Like it's really hard to follow. Like, because all of a sudden they're checking in this motel. It turns like, take the ticket, take the ticket. Um, it's what the sound design really gets, like, deliberately trippy. Mm. Like, everything's deliberately trippy. Like, the angles. I think in the car, because there's a lot of car shots. I think they've filmed every possible angle in that car. Like, just to make, because they throw you off balance every chance they get. Like, nothing's the same. Always, like, a weird angle. Never perfect. Everything, I think you notice it was swaying all, all the time, too, or most of the time. Yeah. And the horizon is never, like, flat. Ever. Yeah. So good. And then you get this cool, like, face-bending shit of this woman. Um, also, like... eel. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking nuts. Um, what about the angel with a burning sword? I rewound it. Like, did they, like, mention that in, like, his dialogue? But no. Some girl with a flaming sword just walks past. Yeah, when the they get the... Uh, get the, uh, out of a scene, right? Like, when they yeah. escape the uh, bill from the uh, little... Per- the dwarf, right? Yeah. All yeah. that shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like it was legal advice he was given to um, Duke, Dr. Gonzo. Good touch, too. Mm. He's a doctor. If He's a lawyer. It's like fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he's just like saying him, you have to get, you have to get uh, what do you say? You have to get a, a convertible. Like, what's this kind of advice is just to go to Vegas for like to write about like motorbikes, like get, get, it, get all these drugs, get in a fucking convertible, like get the rent it, get these motels, like just do a mad fucking bender. It's like, yeah, it's some convention and he needs to be a journalist to be there. Um, but he's a journalist, isn't he? He is, yeah. The character Duke. Yeah, but also Hunter S. Thompson is a journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, funnily um, enough, actually, he, like, because he mentioned motorcycles, like, Hunter S. Thompson was, you know, like, when people would go for a year and write, like, not exactly exposés, but, like, big, long articles about, like, life as a minor in Central Australia or something like that. Yeah. Apparently, he was like life with the Hell's Angels and he lived like nearby Fuck and would just me. like go see them every day for a year. He does have, um, if Johnny Depp did portray him correctly, because apparently he was in four months in his in the guy's basement studying him and like talking to him and getting <laughs> into character. Didn't even know he was there in his basement. So, <laughs> yeah, well, nah, he did know. I don't know what, whose idea it was to be in the basement. Maybe <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson, knowing that fucking freak. Um, but you just tell if Johnny Depp did a good job, you could tell like. His vibe is so chill. If you're a Hell's Angel, you wouldn't like find him threatening. You would just be like relaxed around him. 
Yeah, so you just like talk all about your uh, meth and gun trafficking. Oh, just life. yeah, just like just be like be yourself, and I know you want someone with a good vibe. Like I feel like if like Dre hanged out with the Hell's Angels, it wouldn't be that bad. No, they would. Well, really? Well, you think they'll rape him or something? Like sodomize him like that? No, <laughs> no. I just think maybe he they would make he would make them uneasy. Dre looks make, like a narc, man. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. <laughs> He so, thinks okay. he's hard, but he's not hard. He's not <laughs> so, so it's just like when the photographer rocks up to the room, and they're both tripping balls, and he's like, hey, guys, and he tells this story, <laughs> and he realizes they're all fucking spaced out. He's like, I'll be right out. <laughs> I'll show myself out. <laughs> like, that's going to be Dre at the Hells Angels, is it? He's going to say, like, a few things. I'm like, oh, oh I'm out. Um, I love that scene, too. Like, oh, we've all been there when you do go in a situation and – it's dangerous because that is a dangerous situation to be in. If you're, mm. especially with that Gonzo guy, bro. Like, look at look at the difference, shorty. One guy's cowering behind a TV, yeah, and one guy's on a couch saying, "Like, I know you are. I know who you are," and being threatening. <laughs> like, with a knife. you want to party with that guy? <laughs> yeah, like it's bad energy, bro. I'd like to think that he would be capable of defending himself and myself if shit got loose, and it's gonna get loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get real. your ass is gonna get loose, bro. <laughs> I love the part where he does wake up with the Z on his forehead, and when he's just like, "I want to cover Z into your head," <laughs> and he actually wakes up that way. Um, yeah, so many good jokes. Do yeah, you think right. um, the movie is like equally as uh, memorable, or do you think that like there are certain drugs that you think are a bit more effectively done? Uh, like because the LSD thing at the start, I think it's like. It's quite memorable, and it translates well to the screen. Yeah, yeah. it's more um, visual. Well, to be honest, they do a lot of LSD in the thing. But you know when they're, like, <laughs> later on in the movie where they're doing things like cocaine or, like, ether and, like, you know, yeah. even the, the fake drug, do you think they all translate as well? Um, I feel like it's – I feel like I got the vibe of, like, the hallucinogen vibe the whole time. Like, I related to that, mo- that aspect the most. Mm. Um. So, I don't know, cocaine really didn't do much. I never had good cocaine then, I think. I haven't tried drugs that much, but um, I never actually had a good time on cocaine, which is probably why I've never done a good stuff, because apparently that's, that's the best. Anyway, No, it's not the best because you control the come down. I swear that's why. Because that's, right, that's, totally. that's the worst thing about doing drugs is the come down. It's the best part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Um, I can't so, Shorty, if you just did a big tab of acid... Could yep. you check in to a motel? Mm, no. Probably not. I mean, yeah. I would try. To be honest, actually, there was one time that I... You know when you just, like, are with people who aren't on your wavelength, so it's just, like, really hard to connect with them. I was, like, in oh, a park yeah. with my friends, and then my friend's friend brought a dog, <laughs> and we were, like... What <laughs> party, acid party are you going to? No, no, this was another time. This was, like, just in a park. Um, <laughs> Do it anyway, acid. Yeah. Never. Yeah, we were just playing with a dog. It was just like, right, was this daytime or nighttime? Daytime, yeah, daytime, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Were there kids at the park and everything else? No, no, no. It's not like a kid's park. It's just like a big grassy expanse and like a lake and stuff. Okay. People like go for runs and walk their dogs and shit. And I was just playing with my friend's dog. And then another dog came Red and they were like looking at Red each racket. other. And I was like looking, no, man. <laughs> and I was looking at the dogs. And then they started fighting all of a sudden. And I, to this day, still do not know if it was me who growled first and made them, like, angry at each other. <laughs> so you're, in the dogs, you're in the dog's wavelength. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was at. What the fuck? 
And I don't um, know, every, any, every time, like, I think about Johnny Depp doing something in the movie where he's, like, trying to talk to someone or oh my whatever, God. like, it feels like that, right? It's like he's so far away from where they're at, which I think is, yeah, an effective way of, of showing it. Captures um, the uh, paranoia you feel. Like, I wouldn't even- Remember, like, when Tony ordered online, when, after we finished Fear and <laughs> Las Vegas, we're going to watch um, Face Off, and that was- I put the kibosh on that decision, so we stopped watching that, but I mean, we ordered Red Rooster- Delivery, and we we're afraid to like answer the door <laughs> to get like just to collect it because we're all paid for and shit. And we we'll just wait for it to leave. We'll kind of I like, had to do it. I remember. Oh, I you did actually it. pick it up, did you? you I had to get oh, out, out, outside. Yeah, put it on the ground. <laughs> put it on the ground. Put the put the, put the red rooster on the ground. <laughs> walk away, Josh. Walk away, <laughs> like out of Mad Max. Um, Man, that red rooster. I remember eating that. And I was in the same mouthful of food, like 20 minutes cut. I didn't know how to swallow. And I was like, it was just, uh, it was like mush, like, oh, it was like almost and I, liquid. And I like demolished my food too short. I like ate all my shit. I had no problems eating. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just going, I can't eat. I just, I just forgot how to up. eat. I was like, how do I swallow again? I can't, like, will I choke? Oh, such a weird. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, um, so imagine you're, you wake up, right? You're Duke. Uh, Gonzo's not there. And there's good. all this uh, room service bill. Room's fucked up. How oh do you my feel? God. What do you do? Bro. Do exactly what he did. Get the fuck out of it. <laughs> How the fuck did they not get away with it? I think like in the 90s or is this an 80s movie, 70s? When is this movie actually set? No. 70s. Uh, 70s, yeah. Is it definitely 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, be like it's, after, it's after the um, political upsurge. So, it'd be like after 68, 69, 70, 71. All right. So, 70s, right? There must be, it must be easy to like get a room just with cash and just fuck off. Like there must be like no like ID type situation. Like now it's all credit card shit. Like, they yeah, they just get you to sign a book, don't they? They say, sign your name in this book. You're like fucking yeah. Dr. Gonzo. So, I feel like people didn't fuck over the like casino industry that badly. And if they did- like they probably get their money some way. Like they probably they weren't. I don't know they just they just clued on really quick. You know how rock stars used to trash rooms and shit. When I saw the state of the rooms, like even the first room was all fucked up. And I like how you do see it pristine, briefly, mm. like that uh, flamingo room. It was like pretty amazing, but always a lot of shapes. There's shapes fucking everywhere. I remember me and Tony. That was like when we were Tony watching the movie. We kept saying to each other. Bro, they're doing this on purpose, bro. Yeah, they this just is fucked up. He's a master. He's a master. We kept saying that. Yeah. <laughs> he's a master. Bro, was Crystal at home? <laughs> no. She came no, home no. sick, bro. That's the worst part. She must be oh, at work yeah. all day. And all of a sudden she texts me and Tony Foot was joking, like, bro, she's coming home. <laughs> like she was she was really sick though. So she came home when she went to bed, but we were just like sitting there going, when she came home, like, oh fuck. She knew what we were doing. We were just like, your paranoia sets in. Like that's what I was saying, when they were in the, in the elevator. <laughs> like, of course, when he has, like, the typewriter and everything else. And, like, the sheriff comes in, cuffed to an old lady. Like, that's that's not real life. That's surely in his head. Um, he did his head, yeah. You can just exaggerate weird shit. Weird shit happens in your real life all the time. Well, not like that extent. There'd be no way. Anyway, it's just so it's such a good, like, little, like, nice touch. I wouldn't even notice that on acid either. I would be like, what the fuck's the granny doing? Like, I'd be freaked about the granny, not the actual handcuff situation. <laughs> But, like, yeah, he's tripping boy. He just turns himself towards the wall. <laughs> like, that's so sad. That's what me and Tony kind of did on the couch. We just, like, just, just kept still. I just didn't move. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just say so nothing to her when she walked in the door. Just say nothing. Her. Did you say hello? Yeah. 
she had to say something like, oh, hi, hi, guys. Like, <laughs> we just being <laughs> silent. Luckily, she was not herself. She just walked straight in the room like, I feel sick. i got to go. And like, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> that was a weird day. I think it was because of this move that just spun us out. Mm. Um, talk did about you guys out. find? Did you guys find yeah. a Lucy in your day? Lucy, is it like is a the- cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> no, Lucy is uh, the woman that is with uh, Gonzo. Oh, the yeah. Child. The child. Uh, the child, yeah. How old is she Christina supposed Ritchie. to be? Christina Ritchie, yes. I think 17, I talk- 16. That was actually quite dark comedy. You'd say it's dark comedy when they're out in the hallway. Yeah, discussing it. Yeah. Feet, giving her to the cops so the cops can gang rape her or something. It was so fucked up. I give her a cab before I realize, Jesus, she's never even had a drink. Well, it'll probably work out. We can keep her loaded and then uh, pedal her ass at the drug convention. Yeah. She's perfect for this kid. These cops will go 50 bucks ahead to beat her into submission and then gang fuck her. We can set her up in one of these backstreet motels, hang pictures of Jesus all over the room. And then turn these fucking pigs loose on her. Oh, she's strong, man. She'll hold her own. Jesus Christ, I knew you were sick, but I never expected to hear you actually say that kind of stuff. You filthy bastard. Straight economics, man. Um, I hope I didn't fucking misconstrue that, because you guys actually aren't commenting. What actually happened in that scene, guys? <laughs> Tony. I, I, think, I think he was talking about if she goes to the cops, she would like to get him in trouble, saying that he, like... What did he say? Uh, abused all of her orifices and, yeah, something like that. I know. I felt yeah. like they were just going to feed it to the cops because they were, like, make an example out of the drug-induced woman because it's all anti-drug, um, anti-drug stuff. Oh, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask. It's like, do you think this movie is anti-drug? Like, it's an no, it's a, yeah anti-drug movie? Well, that's the thing. I would say I no. Think, well, Terry Gilliam added the scene with Adana where it does get really intense for our hot-ass chick, Ellen Burson. Great body. We already discussed Ellen this. Barkin. In, um, Ellen, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Burson. chick from, is well, from uh, Exorcist. Bro. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? They've both got banging bodies, <laughs> but yes. Ellen Burston. That's what no, Ellen, I mean, Barkin. Ellen Barkin. <laughs> Ellen Barkin. Sorry. I'm all fucked up still. Yeah, Ellen Barkin. Banging body. We discussed her in Sea of Love. Um, She's so actually you, wearing a fake butt for this movie show. Oh, she doesn't do fake anything, bro. Maybe in this movie. She didn't do fake Sea of Love stuff. Uh, <laughs> it was a body double. Anyway, this whole scene was put in because it's not this is not in the book apparently. Terry can put that in to show you, like it's not just like like laugh at these goof goofballs. Mm. Um, watch yeah, what actually happens. Like this girl's actually scarred. Like this is an intense moment for her. Like in the way um, Duke describes, like oh she's f- frozen in fear, and like uh, Ellen Barkin does a great job conveying that. And like it was a great scene. What was it, I like the scar on her face. It's like, oh, she's got a backstory. Like, yeah, very, very, very rich. The whole mm-hmm. scene was rich. Like, even the way they put this. This is what I was saying before. Was, I had to press pause, and this is when we we're tripping balls. I paused. I said, "Turn look at all the vertical lines, bro, and look how everything is. It's like fucking crazy." And I looked at the scene I wasn't listening today. To you, man. <laughs> I, looked, I, mean, I looked at the scene today. I was just like, "Wow, it's not. It's just chairs on a fucking desk on a fucking <laughs> tabletop. <laughs> not that big of a deal." But no, yeah, so they added that. Terry Gilliam added that to the scene. Oh, sorry, to the movie, just to add, I don't know, more stakes, I guess, and like just say these guys are not. Like, there's, there's repercussions to their actions, essentially. Mm-hmm. Even though that Christina Ricci's character is probably the saddest, saddest character in the whole movie. Not Toby Maguire? No, wait, he got, got away <laughs> no. Scott, Scott He's free. Right. He's just in the desert somewhere. He's all right. <laughs> Mate, she got literally. She never even 
got drunk before. She got given drugs. Mm. She was tripping. She was abandoned. And look at her, like, walk the streets. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's... Oh, yeah. Was so Imagine if you did ALSD when you were 17, Tony. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's nuts. Especially, like... And she had that guy, like... This is why people... Like, this is the... Ch- like, the, Man- the Manson murders, whatever the fuck they call it. Mm. This is why it was so... Like, why they are brainwashed so easy- easily. Have to take the psychedelics, listen to the guy, like, preach, and, like, they'll do anything for him. Yeah, it's definitely not like a... An- like a boom, 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 uh, process. It's like a long process, but you can definitely yeah, well, see how it like breaks you down and makes you vulnerable, and then you just are a yeah. bit confused all the time, for sure. Well, I guarantee, you, like she was just like, "Oh, it's a nice man. Try this bit of paper or whatever," and then she's tripping, and she like put trust into him, and then mm. she got fucked over. It's pretty easy when you're that young and naive, or not even naive, like impressionable. Yeah, fucking nuts. So that's another scene they really didn't hit on. Like they made a joke out of that when they reversed and they fucking. <laughs> Well, they've seen it. Um, but anyway, so Del Toro, who did the better performance, Del Toro or Johnny Depp? Performance out of the two. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the intensity that Del Toro goes to is like unrivaled. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Depp has I, a Depp's fun yeah. has a funner time playing the character. I feel like, but Del Toro is actually really delving deep yeah. into like the, the the dark places in his mind. You know what I mean? Getting to the aggression and mm. stuff. That's just acting weird. <laughs> yeah, I think that's sort of... I mean, I think it's really linked to maybe why I'm not a huge fan of the movie. But Del Toro's performance is really, really good. And I think just because it does sort of... It hits upon a series of, like, overdoing drugs in an interesting way. And he's just, like... I think he's funny in this, like, really menacing way where he's going to die at any moment. <laughs> or kill someone. Or kill someone. Or that, yeah. You know, it's just, like, it's it's loose, bro. You're just like, holy shit, like... Anything could happen with this guy. Yeah, unpredictable. Whereas yeah. I feel like Johnny Depp is more of like a fish out of water, so it's less, like it's easy, just look confused all the time, you know? Yeah. Del Toro's character does bring all the tenseness to the story and to the movie, so he's crude essential. But like, look, at he actually gained like 45 pounds for the role. Yeah. Like his hair is doing a lot of work for him. Oh, that, that hair's amazing yeah. for the character. That mustache, man. <laughs> well, I know the hair and the body was like based on the character, like the, the actual- person gonzo the real gonzo um but the mustache is i think del toro's touch mm. like you know um you seen usual uh, suspect shorty yeah usual suspects so his character del toro plays in that he was never supposed to be as interesting it was, sort of, was as interesting yeah his character was like nothing really it was just like right. a guy to be killed and when del toro was like speaking inaudibly sometimes like oh, Give me the keys, you cocksucker. What do you fucking says? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have me the keys, you cocksucker. In English, please. Excuse me. In English. How many fucking keys, you cocksucker? What the fuck? <laughs> and all this stuff he does. Uh, yeah, give me the fucking keys, you cocksucker. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, yeah, that was all him. He improvised all that. He I guess you need, a, so you need a director that's like happy to happy to let you do that. Well, I think the I think the writer who wrote that was it. Brian Singer did both, Tony, or he just Christopher Macquarie wrote it and won the Oscar oh, for best writing too. Yeah, the guy who's doing the Mission Impossible movies, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think, even he knew like he underserviced that character. He was just like, oh, who gives a fuck? He's just a guy to die, mm. like four big time characters. Like, what's the fifth? Like, just fodder Kaiser essentially. Sosa. And he, yeah, he made that. Yeah, guys, it's he made it to what it is. So uh, a lot of time for Del Toro. I have to watch cool. um, Sicario. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Sicario is How good, good is shit, he man. in that? 
Wait, whose career would you ever have? Depp's career? Would you get like the really mainstream, yeah. big budget, or you heard of Del Toro? He's still like almost like he's a list, but like he's uh, not mainstream. When's that? Get the big character. I'd rather have Del Toro. Dignity. Dignity, yeah, dignity. <laughs> I feel like Depp had dignity until the Amber Heard trial. No kind of way. Fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, he what? lost his dignity before that. What with Burton doing Willy Wonka? Yeah, hell no, yeah, I feel, man. I feel like yeah, Depp embraced his like persona. That was you know what the Depp. wheels really fell off when he did the Lone Ranger. That was like mm, oh hell crazy. yeah. Did he get that in trouble? It. Did they get in trouble for that because it wasn't nah. Uh, American? Nah, nah. It should have though. He should have. But they probably just got in trouble because it was like, this is Jack Black in face paint, you fucker. Oh, yeah, no, not Jack Black, sorry, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> just say, Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack, Jack Black. Black. I'm, I'm missing too. reference here. It's the movie. Uh, <laughs> the movie's done it to you. I tell you, yeah. I, I was tripping in this movie. It's like, I was honestly going, I was trying to follow it and try to take notes. You I was can't. literally. I had a headache. I had a headache. That's what I fucking Just Should we give it like little episodes? Like, there's no, no scenes really connect with each other. Too many flashbacks. It's a loop aspect, Tony. It's a loop yeah. aspect of it all. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, remember, I remember on our trip, we thought the movie was over. I was like, yeah, it's, it's over. Like, he's leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. And then he has to go Drunk. back in like, oh, shit. She's back in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no. <laughs> do, you, do you guys like Busey in this? Busey kills it. I love that whole scene. It was a great, great joke, I guess. I don't like, know why I, they took it so easy on him. Or did he actually have sex with him? Strange. Oh, man. What? <laughs> well, it's implied that something happened between the yeah, two. Yeah, because he said, yeah, like, I, says, I was raped. I'm pretty sure that's, that's the first words we oh, see he, when he's, like, He said it was like a metaphor, the, though. Yeah, but... It's like a metaphor, the way Literally. Mm. What do you think actually happened between the cop and Johnny Depp? I reckon he bent him over, bro. No, he would have got a blowjob, <laughs> I reckon. Like, can I get a kiss real quick? And he kisses on the lips, like, no, down there. And mm. then, blowjob. I do like how he was acting, like, <laughs> then- when he's, like... <laughs> so I think Tony might be right. Um, yeah, it's only skin. Who gives a fuck? Uh, but yeah, no, like he sees the last thing. Few people understand the psychology of dealing with a highway traffic cop. Your normal speeder will panic and immediately pull over to the side. This is wrong. It arouses contempt in the cop heart. Make the bastard chase you. He will follow. Actually, actually, I- it's funny when you say that. Because I remember one time you guys were talking about your drug experience you guys had. And I forgot oh, who it was out of you two. Shorty. The drug dealer said, Stuck do you want something? Do you want oh, some- my God, bro. He did it to Shane. I <laughs> right. refused. I was so like, what actually dignity. happened, the drug dealer said, if you want this, you're going to suck off my finger. Yeah, and Shane was like, yeah, man. Well, That's not how it happened. That's not what happened. No, nah, uh, was, Shane, was, Shane was reticent and hesitant. He was like, I don't think this is cool. That's one of the situations. Like That was a gonzo top situation. It was a gonzo in that room, wasn't there, Shorty? Oh, 100%. It was like a guy and walking you like party with these sure. guys. Uh, and we left ASAP, bro. Yeah, we did. Yeah. After and you then, sucked so the Shane, finger. Shane did bro, put it was the guy's finger in his mouth. Self-defense. Wait, I had wait, no I have, choice. So, well, so you guys were drinking that night and then you decided to do drugs? Or did we're you- drinking. Oh, it was drunk. like Shane, so came, Shane came to the town that I did my university in. And he came mm-hmm. really, really late because it's far away, right, from where you guys used to live. And mm. came at like 10, 30, 11 p.m. or something. And we went out. Yes. And Shane was like, yeah, bro, let's like get fucked up. And I was like, I honestly am very happy that you're here. Like you came all the way here for me. I'm happy to do whatever you want to do. And then <laughs> so we shit. get 
No, that's exactly you. You sound like Shane's Gonzo in this situation. And you're anyway, it does sound like it, doesn't it? And then we get there, and Shane's just like, "Bro, we should do some drugs." I was like, "If Ethan Damn. was here, something would happen." And this guy spins around, and he's like, "Hey, my name's Ethan, and I yeah. sell drugs." <laughs> it's like, Whoa. and the guy who and the guy who recommended this movie is also called Ethan. <laughs> wow, Damn. It's insane. There are a certain breed of could, people. Because it's the same Ethan that sold you drugs, Shane, do you think? Whoa, could be. <laughs> no, that guy is probably dead. <laughs> that guy was loose, bro. No, right, then yeah, what? He's like, I'm going strangers. to a, I'm No, and then he was like, party. I have drugs at home. Uh, if you buy me cigarettes, I'll give you some. So we walk home and he pukes like three times on the road. Man, <laughs> at that point, I'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> I yeah. cannot be walking with this dude. Yeah. But I was like, and Shane, I looked at Shane and he's like, yeah, bro, we've got to do it. And The guy didn't even lose stride, bro. He threw up and just kept walking like nothing happened. Yeah, like, that was amazing. And just kept walking. I've done that before. <laughs> it's fucking it's nuts. No, it was yeah. a bit smooth with it, bro. It was smooth um, with it. Anyway, his house was filled with ferrets, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking literally a scene out of this movie, bro. It was fucked mm. up. It was like a fish tank. I remember seeing a fish tank. Was, I remember like a blue hue everywhere as well. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, and we did some and MDMA. Then he just, <laughs> and yeah, took, he took some drugs like, out of a bag, MDMA. put on his finger, and then he put it on his finger and... Sh- Shane put it in his mouth, not like super. Wait, so like, he took into the drug. It wasn't rapey. No, he took the drug out. It was a bit threatening. Ah, and he said, "Just lick this if you want it." <laughs> it like this? Why do, you, why do you? In your, I just want to get the details right. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like you say, like, your pants it's like a down, porno. Put- <laughs> it's like a porno, bro. It's like yeah, yeah. it's like a script for like porno. If you want this, yeah, now it. and then come and here. then suck it up. Who did who did the licking? Mate, it's he free just put drugs, it in bro. his mouth. You have to do it. Put it in his <laughs> and mouth. And Joey did the exact same thing, bro. Wait, you guys took turns on the finger. <laughs> <laughs> on the teat. We called it the teat of the day. It's like, it's my turn the teat. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as you think. It was really quite and then, cheap and, for Siggy's. And then you said that Gonzo was there, so he was the Gonzo. The Gonzo, no, the Gonzo came in and asked, like, what, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it was very intense. It was very, like, when you're, like, 19 years old. Well, however old I was. I was very young, 20. You were 19, mate. You were like 20, <laughs> 20, 20 27, 28, 28 no, 29. No, I was not. I was young. It was before I, before, it was after I broke this up. Before with, COVID. Uh, before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was before. No, wait. Yeah, before fucking COVID. Mate. <laughs> before I was fucking in my 20s, bro. It was years ago. Oh, before damn. I was dumb. Yeah. Never do that again. I mean, when you're young, you're so stupid. It's insane. You like, lose all sense of like danger, I guess. Like, you think you're invincible. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. You know what? You know when I thought I wasn't invincible anymore, Shane? When I did that backflip and fucked up my back. <laughs> yeah, it's a, try to do a yeah, backflip. It just takes one injury mat. to go like, yeah, I'm old now. Let's just explain for the listeners. So, Shorty tried to do a backflip onto a mat and he's like, look at me, look at me, because we're doing like this climbing shit. He literally does half a turn. <laughs> not even half. Like, not even, you couldn't even call it a, like, he didn't even hit his head. He hit his like spine, like his back of his neck and goes, and he crush, like crunches I think himself. we all stopped and stared too. We were like, no, we you know. You were there, were you, Tony? No, he wasn't there. there. I no, was there. It was actually, there. no, it was at a ninja park in Newcastle. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm thinking about another time with this guy. He was on a fence. What was his name? <laughs> and he jumped off and he fucking, Oh, Jesse what was Brennan. This? Yeah. Fuck, what did he do again? <laughs> that was funny. fucked up, man. That was at my house, yeah. He fucking decked himself, essentially. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Alcohol, <laughs> drugs, has all these crazy stories. So, so we're, at the, we're at the convention, right? Gonzo and Duke are at the convention. Oh, we skipped so much. Hold on. Oh. Let's go back. Let's go back to <laughs> things we okay. like about, like, costuming and, like, sets. So the big, the best, the, the best, uh, best set in the movie, well, the most trippiest one is when they're on the, uh, the carousel bar. 
Yes. <laughs> they have to get off. <laughs> fuck, yeah, that was fuck. funny. That was trippy as fuck. My favourite so, uh, scene is easily when they're in uh, the last sort of scene. I think it's at the Flamingo where they're snorting drugs and, like, all the lights are this really dark red and the fucking room is all fucked. Oh, the, yeah, on the adrenochrome, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is, like, it's pretty terrifying. That's <laughs> pretty heavy metal. Depp's heavy got metal the towel over his head. Yeah. yeah. Great scene. And then you got that Del Toro grow boobs out of his back or something. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> and, and, like, I love the, like, the... Like, when he wakes up as well and you see, like, this fucked up room and you see, like, little flashes of what happened the night before. Love that shit. Um, I feel so like it was, like, the whole talk- movie, right? Was it the whole movie? In that... Because you see, like, little clues, like, of, of her scenes, little, 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 um, little things. I think they did hop motel, surely. I, I feel they like they kind of stayed at one. Like, I'm not sure if it's in the, at the Flamingo, but... Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's wearing, like, crazy shit, like... Yeah, because maybe he's got a, the- a big lizard tail. That's what I thought, like, the whole... Most of the shit he experienced, he was tripping out, like in this room. Yeah, probably, dude. You yeah. could you could make that argument for sure. And like, you got those little um, race flags everywhere as well. Like, yeah. Oh, I well, actually, it. yeah, you're not wrong. Like the checkered check, stuff. Yeah, check, let's talk. Check, well, check yeah. let's talk about that. How he's like in this, like at the motocross. He's watching his things. Like, it gets all yeah, dusty. he's there to do a job. <laughs> he he's there to do a job, it. and he does like watch his four bikes take off. It's like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> um, he said like there was gonna be 190 bikes taken off. In a, a ten at a time for the next like ten minutes or something. It's like yeah, it's, it's like, all dusty. You get that Mission Impossible vibe. He's like walking through it. <laughs> Love like how he has a ciggy poking out of his bandana, <laughs> mm. <laughs> the goggles and shit. And he's trying to cover his beard. Classic drug dude. And they race around. And he fires his fucking photographer, which I don't think he can fire him. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's so like, confusing. Full coverage. We um, need full coverage, <laughs> bro. There's a fucking- guy, a really famous actor. Well, not really famous, but like a very popular uh, character actor. You know the guy from Office Space, Tony? The guy he's like the, the guy who gets yeah, yeah yeah the guy with the mo. He gets fired and he does gets he play comp- the grandpa in uh, Grounded for Life? That yeah, he does. Oh, he's and he does Joe Dirt. Yeah, Joe Bonghole. I'm only giving you the, the details because I heard that. Uh, what's the guy's yeah, name? Yeah, put the clip in. By the way. I'm only doing all of this because I heard that that Buffalo Bob guy shoved a road flare up your bunghole. What? Hoorah. So he's actually just driving the fucking Jeep, like, of the opposite car. Like, he was just probably just an extra. Well, there's a lot of great point. cameos in it. Oh, like, bro. you got Cameron Diaz. No, no that's, that like, cameo? definitely... It's a it's day's work, man. It's, it's a, that's a cameo. I think if you work a day, that's mm. I class as a cameo. I love that how he, like... He had her like we locked eyes, like we were in love. Yeah. And then he took it. Yeah, yes. he took her away from me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like no, wait. He... Was David Cross a cameo? No, right. Nah, that's not David Black, Cross. Bro. In um, what's it called? Yeah. In Men in Black. Yeah, now, that was a couple of days. A couple of days. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that a, might be. It's not a cameo. You would say it's a cameo. It's I feel like I feel like Cameron cameo. Diaz should be in the cast. Then you don't get credited for cameos, right? That's another thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have we not mentioned yet? That's like a big actor. So you have the guy, not big, I would say, but like Harry Dean Stanton plays the judge. Yes, for briefly, very briefly. Yeah. Um, what did you say? Judge. Castration, castration, double castration. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> that good. was his he's verdict. Good. I love that scene too. Like that was like a nightmare esque sequence. And like it's like, oh, so trippy. A lot of forced perspective stuff. Like really good. It's like the good example is you know when the guy's doing the anti drug speech, mm. the guy out of uh, Green Mile. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Airbud, you should mention that. Airbud, right? Yeah, Airbud. He's like the evil clown. Um, the little microphone that's next to him, bro, that's like tiny, right? You guys notice that? Yeah. It's a forced perspective. Yeah. 
It's all force perspective. Like all that yeah. shit's going on. Like I think the it makes flags, it look like, like sort of three D, doesn't it? Yeah, it's insane. Like it's really but popping just, out. Yeah, it adds to like the uh, the effect of it. So what? They're just the like moving like, things in different. Um, I feel like maybe at the very scales. start, it's like everything's normal. Then all of a sudden, like that thing's that miniature, like his hands next, so you can just tell, like, mm. holy shit, you can just bump that, like, knocked off the table. Like, they've done really well. Um, I didn't even so notice that. I was like, look at his big ass head. I'm like, what? No, do you, <laughs> seriously, no, watch it. It's like a lot of forced perspective. So, any other actors we missed? Like, obviously, Gary Busey, we've talked Ellen about. Ellen Burson, we said. Yeah, Ellen Burson. <laughs> like, just like, Flea. Good favors. Yeah, Flea. Oh. So, must be like Terry Gilliam. He's, he's done a well, few bangers since then, hasn't he? Yeah, because I think Terry Gilliam, A, is really famous in his own right and has, like, a lot of pull. But maybe, mm-hmm. like, because I was reading that apparently the movie was- uh, I spent a long time in, like, development hell, really, like, trying to get off the ground. Oh, and his bro, people were, how could were you attached. Film it? Yeah, his people were attached, but then people were like, well, how the fuck are we going to do this? Like, it seems mad. I think so Oliver think- Stone tried to tackle it and uh, yeah. Scorsese as well. Apparently Scorsese did, yeah. yeah. Bro, that would be- There'll be two, yeah, you can't do it. You need a nut job to do it. You can imagine that, though. De Niro and Pesci as Gonzo and uh, no. Duke. Who, who would thing, play Duke? Tony, Pesci he's or... too conventional. Too conventional. Would Scorsese. Pesci will play Gonzo, right? Ray Liotta, bro. Ray Liotta would be threatening AI. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be good <laughs> Gonzo. He'd be a good Gonzo. Sure. <laughs> he's got that fucking spaced out look, bro. Like, fuck. You think yeah, Pesci? Like eyes. Would... Pesci would work what, as a What's your Duke? obsession with Pesci, bro? You always mention Pesci. I know. Every He's podcast, a bad actor. <laughs> now, you need someone like to be to be the uh, Duke character for a Scorsese mm. regular. All right, you guys say, think uh, Anyway, what I was going to say. Daniel Stern. <laughs> nice. Like Daniel um, Stern? It's just something? that I think yeah, he has a lot of, yeah, pull. So, I mean, Penn Jillette, uh that like yes. magician guy, he's in there. And so, well, think, they're in Vegas too, Shorty. So he's probably oh, like a regular. Just there, there. Yeah. So yeah, Even I just think Vegas. I don't know people who believe like in Monty Python and Terry Gilliam and the work they do, things like that. You know, I'm sure they would put their uh, their support well, behind him. What's, what's your favorite Gilliam movie? Hit. Terry Gilliam movie, guys. Twelve Monkeys. Damn. Uh, Twelve Monkeys is probably the only one that I've even cared to watch. We like so Brazil, good. but I've seen that since I was a kid. Uh, very strange. Watch it too though. young. Very strange. Um, yeah, that's, that's the I, thing. I remember I watched it when I was really young. I, rem- I actually watched it around the same time that I watched City of God. I remember when we were in high school, Tony, you told me that was your favourite movie. City and of I was God. like, I don't get it. <laughs> City of God is like one of the best movies ever made, bro. That's what I mean. I was just like, damn, what the fuck? Like, why are you watching this when you're like 13? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Scorsese. Well, the characters bro, are 13. Essentially. Yeah, I guess that's what? true, yeah. Watch we it. should break down more about when they do start like stumbling into the circus casino, which is apparently the based Ether. on a real casino. Yeah, apparently that's based on a real one. Apparently there's like there's a casino like that. Mm. You have like the tra- trapeze artist, which is insane too. Like they act the, out this like yeah, the, a, birth. a birth. Yeah, yeah, birth, and then like a dog attack. It's just like, but it's all <laughs> above you as well. Like I wonder like, how like close it is to the real tripping casino. Balls. But, nah, yeah, tripping the, balls. Tripping balls. Obviously the the uh, what it's based on wouldn't be like that, would it? Like having the, the know, trapeze man. net. Apparently, yeah, I, g- I guess it wouldn't be so confronting and weird. But they're well, probably, apparently, like, the, uh, if that's the case, imagine being on the pokies, zoning out, and there's people just doing, like, the craziest shit above you. That's, like, well, maybe that's not isolation. True. But that's that adds isolation. so much to the scene. Like, yeah, It just sure. adds, like, what the fuck? The what the fuck element. It's overwhelming, um, yeah. It's like Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that turnstile bar thing, like the merry-go-round, that is real. And apparently the they didn't let him shoot in there, yeah, the carousel there. So he like, built the, the set himself. 
And like, yeah, apparently did it in the opposite direction or something for a fuck you. I don't know how that's a fuck you, though. <laughs> um, totally. Yeah, pretty nice. To physics. <laughs> Even though the soundtrack is insane. It's like, today's the day the teddy bear has the picnic. That's the song that's playing, but it's like the instrumental version. Mm. While all this shit's going on. And he's like stumbling around. And then I get back to the room, like, which which bats to change the lock? And I break into this door. I thought it'd be someone else's room. No, it's funny because um, he's got the wrong key. Because after that, he's like, wait, where did I get this key? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Off the rockers, bro. And you want to follow that man, Dr. Gonzo. Fuck that, yeah, I would man. not follow that guy. He got into the room, didn't he? No, Duke did with the fucking cart. Oh, yeah. Smashing them both in. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wonder if, like, even the casino, because all the, the dealers at the casino were like dressed as clowns, too. Like, had, like, really carnival vibe, which is, like, a good analogy, a good metaphor. Like, they're both there to rip you off, essentially. The circus. So, At least you'd be entertained, like a, a right? A circus and a casino, like, or, like, a carnival. It's more of a carnival vibe you get. You know, the games they're playing and shit yeah, like that. Strikes, yeah, yeah. It's a good analogy for, like, the both, like, a good comparison. Have them side by side. Have them blended together. That's what the movie sort of does. Makes a bit of, like, a lighthearted parody of gambling and the ruin it can make. <laughs> Actually, I love life. that line. He's like, you got really angry. He's like, he just, like, the, the spin the wheel thing. It's like, that lose your shit. He's like, oh, be calm. You must learn to enjoy enjoy the loss. Oh, fuck. I've got, I, wrote, I should have wrote it down, but I was like, remember, to re- oh, delete this shit, Shane. <laughs> I don't this fucking shit. Definitely going yeah, into our down. deleted scenes bucket where we can replay it. Yeah, he's in deleted. Don't worry. I've got to find this. No way. He's like, I must enjoy. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, got, I don't get too far, but I must enjoy to lose. Or something. That wasn't even worth it. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> I want to read this story from Reddit. When I was, like saw the state of the the, um, the rooms after the casino motel thing, like the motel rooms, I wanted to see like actual real-life horror story. So I've, I'll just read this. So this guy's cleaning this house. He got there about 8 a.m. Hmm. I was speaking his uh, in first person. So I ring the doorbell, no answer. I knocked on the door for a while when I heard a rhythmic pounding coming from inside the house along with a very unnerving sound of someone mixing eggs in a bowl, which I was to find out was the sound of someone going to a town on their asshole. I thought, God, I hope what? he wasn't. <laughs> I waited for 10 minutes at the door, after which the pounding suddenly stopped, being replaced by a symphony of farts and random splashes. The guy stormed out the door with only a towel on, barely looking at me. He mumbled something, threw a bundle of cash, and yelled, Watch out, I left a bit of a mess in the bedroom. After that... He just got in his car with just the towel and drove away. I thought it was weird as fuck, but the guy was sketchy anyway, so I didn't give it much thought. So I went upstairs to see a bit of a mess in the bedroom. Jesus fucking Christ, if it wasn't for someone pulled a prank on Jason Pollock and replaced all the colours with shades of brown. There was poop everywhere. The bed, the curtains, the fucking ceilings. This guy had become a poop sprinkler, a poop fountain. Even the worst part in the middle of Lake Michigan was the first thing Looked like a curtain rod, which was absolutely coated in lube. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right, that's enough reading that. Um, but yeah, Thanks, so people bro. are fucking animals. Um, you should never... I think us three are always quite adamant, only because they have our credit card details, mm-hmm. uh, that we clean the fucking rooms before we leave. And I would respectful. clean the room even if I didn't have my credit card details there. I know, exactly. I don't think that makes a difference to us, but we're always quite respectful and, you know, So you just hide animals. in the toilet until the work's done. That honest. is so true, yeah. Bullshit. We hey, the last motel we stayed at, Tony and I cleaned up the entire house and you come out and you're like, well, what's going on, boys? Are we leaving soon? It's like, yeah. I cleaned up my room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys slept. For some reason, you get your own room. We don't. Mate, Duke and Gonzo live together. I live by myself, all right? <laughs> 
But yeah, so that was that anyway. You guys like that story? No. Well, okay, good. Well, speaking of like putting logs <laughs> and like using it as like fucking- Well, better than my story. I must learn to enjoy the the, the loss of- the, I, can't, I still can't get it. Fuck me, cunt. <laughs> Maybe it's in quotes. Um, so like, you know when Johnny Depp, he was like, had the light bulb. What was he actually taking? Was that meth or heroin or what the fuck was that? I'm sure it was meth, right? Because that's how they do it. Glass Barbie, right? I don't know. It was fucking crazy. Nice. And it was like a good transition to the flashback. Good music and shit like that. Um, it's mm. like a trip of a movie, though. I really love the movie. I don't know why you guys didn't like it. No, I just I, think... I, um, <laughs> okay, I can appreciate it, but I think it's just a bit, like, too much. I If you ever want to watch a movie where I think that portrays, like, the nightmares of drug-induced, like, whatever, whatever, without, like, going... I just don't want people to. I just don't want to see what people are doing. I want to see what they're doing normally without all the. Drug you think effects. the tone is wrong? You think it should be like a, to tackle drug use? You think it should be in a comedic tone? You think it should be like a horror tone? I think it's fine, but it's just like the like I get it, right? It's like a black comedy. It's meant to be a bit scary, meant to be a bit funny, whatever. But I don't know. It's just not my vibe. I guess there's a really good French movie by Gaspar Noé called Climax, which. I think is very very good. <laughs> that porno um, climax. No, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking porno, bro. No, it's basically a story about <laughs> do these, drugs like, and have sex. Dancing. How much nudity is in this movie? Uh, not that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like these dance or theater students go into like a a warehouse basically, and they're gonna have a party and practice like for something, and they're all like friends, best friends, but then someone spikes the punch with acid. And, like, you don't get to see anything about what they're seeing, but you just get to see the night descend into this thing where they all actually hate each other and they're all just, like, pretending to be nice. And it's just a massive nightmare all the time. It's really loud, really, like, disorienting. It's good. What about um, Wrecking for a Dream? Is this, is that a better movie handling? That's drugs? a great anti-drug movie, I feel like. Yeah, Wrecking for a Dream is also good. Just because you don't, you know, you're not, like, trying to recreate what people see on drugs. And that's the hardest thing because people see so many different things on drugs. Like yeah, everyone's experience everyone's is different. different. So it's like even if, you know, whoever wrote some of these scenes was like, yeah, this is exactly what I saw. Like, fuck, this is perfect. I just think it doesn't land as much as like the unpalpable terror of like not knowing what's going yeah, on. There's no repercussions in this movie at all. Yeah, exactly. And it's also, fun, yeah, it's just a bit, dis- just a bit dis- disjointed and, like, I don't really feel like... Well, it's not a movie. It's nowhere near, anything, like, a yeah, movie. Yeah. There's no, like, message to it, really. Yeah. It's just, like, trippy. Just a trippy-out movie, which is what it is. Like, not many movies like this whatsoever. And um, that's fine. It's just not my vibe. It's yeah. my vibe. I loved it. Um, there's a good joke, too, where they do rock up to, like, the DEA conference and, like, all the cops stop and look at him. It's like, Dum. yeah, the paranoia. Like, what? The paranoia. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? It's so funny though. He's just like, he acts all confident and shit, and like he has a like good bond with the guy who gets called the f word hard, fucking nuts. Like how like easy it was to drop that word like back mm. in the nineties, I guess. Um, Early two thousands as well. Actually, yeah, glad glad we've grown. A nice touch where all the cops like dress as golfers. You guys notice that? No, I didn't actually. Everyone's like wearing golf attire. That's fine. And the women like wearing it. like like trophy wives. Do you not really like everyone's like like the vests on like the long pants? I just thought that's like, like short the sleeves. Style. No, bro. I think it was. I think I'd probably clocked out like really paying attention. No, well, there's a lot of they put a lot of effort in every scene. I know they did. Like I, I appreciate it's it. So it's so like uncanny valley too. That's a vibe I get because all the weird angles of every fucking thing. 
and the weird color designs. It's fucking mm. nuts. I actually really appreciate the cinematography, mostly because whenever you watch modern movies, it's so fucking stale. <laughs> there are good like indie movies, of course, but mostly it's just like mid shot, mid shot, cut, mid shot, cut, mid shot, cut scene. Yeah, it's like. Oh. <laughs> Would well, you guys like even even the sound stuff? How they echo in certain things, like even like in a sentence, they echo one bit, and the rest is like normal or it's like staticky. Yeah, it's like it's so, and like I think it goes the volume goes up and down to in like mid sentence as well. Because that's kind of what you kind of experience when you're on a hallucinogen. Like, it's yeah, just, I think it's so. Just- in general, I think like I said, it's really technically creative. I think um, all the things that they do with lighting as well, like sound yeah. and lighting, I think are some of the main things that. Uh, key parts of whenever people are doing drugs so it's cool man you're just like whoa like it feels like the shadows are bigger but also there aren't any shadows and also why is everything like so loud do you guys think del toro and depp did acid 100 percent did didn't they? yeah they have yeah they're like were they uh method actors aren't they both of them character i thought they go method for certain no they're acid acid actors Yeah, uh, for certain roles, I'm sure they're method actors, Tony. I don't yeah. think uh, Johnny Depp lived as a pirate. Oh. I think he would have. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been like a robot. Look for, for treasure. <laughs> why, do th- why do you think he married a mermaid? Amber Heard. Yeah. Well, Del Toro must be well, because like, remember how he like, briefly turned to a werewolf in this? He later to start as a wolf man. Mm. It was like his eyes were like fucking... Mm. Yeah, they were cool yeah. as like, shit. All man. great. All yellow. Yeah. That is in- quite an intense scene. Like... Oh, I don't remember you being that nervous, though, Tony, when we were watching it. When we were Bro, I can't remember half this movie. I don't remember any of the dirt bike shit. <laughs> Me neither. I think I was walking to the toilet for like 20 minutes. It's like, but the fucking hallway was just like, oh, man. Okay, I, I, yeah, it's, t- it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, that's just a, uh, another reason why this movie is so good, too, because it's like it. You can, so if you're, I've done acid before, it's like, holy crap, they just nailed that scene so so much. I can't yeah. even. Well, then again, I'm not, that's smart, do you think this movie smart. has a lot of rewatchability? Like, would you be keen to watch it again? Uh, on drugs, yes, mm. for sure. Yeah, on drugs again. Yeah, mm. if I ever do drugs again, maybe. You know, it's not a bad movie. But like, as it does drag, it does get repetitive. So we're doing but it's like slight details. They change slight details. Um, no, oh, where we can. Um, but you know how like some like every time they switch a, every time they switch a scene. Or like a a moment or a setting, like the light and changes obviously, but even though the lenses too, like sometimes it's like almost wide angle, like close up lenses. I don't know what the fuck lenses they change, and like in the morning when he wakes up, it's like normal again. It's just mm. it's crazy. And have that poor mate too. Um, Jesus, have you guys ever seen the favorite by Yorgos Lanthimos? Nah, there's like no, nah, not yet. It's good, man. But there's like all these really weird fisheye lens scenes, like. Mm. It's you just have like a regular scene, and then there'll be like a scene transition, and someone will be walking through a hallway, but it'll be filmed with a fisheye lens, and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" So the use of lenses is like really, really effective, I think. Um, yeah. So it's good to show like distortion and disorientation, and they do it's it in this one, like it. you said, it's good. Yeah, even there's a part where Johnny just got blood running down his ears and crashes through the airport, and they see Christina Ritchie like. The end is not really like it goes off of a bang, does it? Kind of like it's all the same level. Like there's no no, like peaks and valleys. It's always like pretty constant. Do you think the character learned anything? Hell no. He's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming back, baby. Did he even leave? I like Tony's theory though, how it's like all it's all been in one room the whole time. I like that theory. 
Yeah, he's yeah. watching TV, tripping balls. Yeah. Like, does Gonzo exist? <laughs> nah, Getting room not. service. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore, mate. <laughs> he's threatening people. But the thing about that, Shorty, like, he should have been arrested, like, multiple, multiple times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for him. sure. Like, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been. Would you guys like the credits, too, when the credits roll with, like, the road and, like, goes up the road? Yeah, it's quite inventive. Yeah, very inventive. Alrighty then, so final thoughts. Uh, I love this movie. I think it's a genius. You have to try drugs to appreciate it. It's almost indescribable what, as I told you before, you can't really explain what you feel and how you see it and blah, 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 because everyone's unique and everyone's perspective is unique. But this actually is the closest representation of it and this overall vibe, it's a good vibe movie if you're into hallucinogenics. Um, yeah, ten out of ten. Johnny Damn. Depp kills it. it dude, know. it's it's not a real movie to me. That's another thing too. This is not a movie. This is it was almost like a different medium, either because all they do is all the conventions you use for filmmaking, they just alter it so it trips you out. Like they do it so effectively. Are we going to start call our podcast fans on experiences and like do theater shows yeah. and? Yeah, exactly. Shows. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a theater show. This is, yeah, they use the medium very effectively, but I wouldn't say this is a movie. This is just a, a trip. Hmm. So ten out of ten trip, and probably like a seven out of ten movie, I guess. Seven point five, <laughs> IMDb. Uh, right. But no, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like this movie at all if I was sober minded and like square. If I was like a Christina Ritchie archetype, I would hate this movie. Hmm. Maybe I do. I don't know. I yeah. Maybe I don't want to watch it again, but... Oh, okay, let me do mine, actually. Um, yeah, I appreciate all the technical aspects of the movie. I really, really do. But I don't know. It's just like there's... It reminds me of this Joaquin Phoenix movie that I watched. I really, really liked it conceptually, but it just wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> um, and I think overall, movies need to be vehicles for enjoyability, um, even if... Like, especially if the story is, like, a bit abstract or whatever. Um, extremely abstract. Yeah, so I don't know. It's not really my vibe. I like all the cool sound stuff. I like all the lighting, which is quite surprising. Surely, I thought you would like this more than me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened in my life. I just, I just think you're very. <laughs> I don't think you like Depp as much as normal people do. No, I don't. Yeah, I think you're very. You don't like Depp whatsoever. I feel like cause, that's because of Ethan too. For some reason, maybe I'm just Depped out from my childhood. Yeah, every time I go to yeah, Ethan's house, he's watching. Ethan loved weird. him. <laughs> he like Sleepy Hollow, Nick of Time. <laughs> yeah, man. Nick of Time, yeah. baby. Well, Christopher time. Walken be a good um, Hunter S. Thompson or Duke character? Christopher Walken? Nah, he'd be too creepy. He'd be too, too creepy. <laughs> he needed a cameo in this. He definitely thing. would be a great cameo, though, yeah. Yeah, he De- needed one. When Depp plays weird, it's it's cool. It's like, I think it's maybe he's, like, he's a pretty attractive dude, Depp is. It, yeah, no, no. so it's like depending on how attractive walking. you are is like how much creepy shit you can get away with. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You no, know, if you want to check into the motel, you got to uh, lick wow. my sleeve of LSD. You know, Christopher Walken. Why, why did Christopher Walken become like a weird amalgam of Belgian and French? Because he's like doing a, he's character actor. Oh, okay. He's of one course. of the he's like one of the first character actors who's really embraced his dark side. Mm-mm. Hey, like, what's the tagline for this movie? Tagline would be... What a trip, right? Yeah. Something actually, to do with trip. Question. Nice. So, you guys want to theorize one and I'll search it. That's what I'm I'll saying. I'll go first, I- then I'll search it. So, I'll go, um, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That one's good. It's not good. It's probably the hangover one. 
Oh, Tony. Damn. What a trip. So Shorty just. So this is like one from the movie. We can't stop here. This is backcountry. Good luck. Buy the ticket, take the ride. That would be like one of my top ones. Take the ticket. <laughs> Buy the ticket, take the ride. Yeah, take the ticket. That's yeah, so fuck, bro. Tony aced it too. It's like fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> give us your brain for two hours, and you will never be the same again. That's a good one. This yeah. is the Australian tagline. Yeah. If there was a trip to be taken, they were there. <laughs> well, that's not bad. <laughs> if there was a trip tagline. to be taken, they were there. What uh, do you mean? Like they're taking sense. a trip. They're taking a trip, right? Mm. Oh, come yeah. on. Taglines are crazy. Do they just like test a whole bunch and say, which one do you think would get you to watch this movie? And then they just choose yeah. the one that's like the mm. most. There's, so, there's actually effective. quite a couple. Yeah. Um, I'll give you two more. So one is, uh, this is a really good one. The true story of two men who found the American dream, but I haven't had a little trouble remembering where they left it. That's kind of like, do as my car. That one's pretty good. I feel like <laughs> actually that one, cap- that one captures the movie. Yeah. If you had to recast this movie with Ashton Kutcher and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's Dr. Gonzo? Well, yeah, no, that, who's Gonzo? The cast itself. Ashton Kutcher. Is Gonzo? Yes, 100%. And Jim Scott is Duke. Well, yes. Duke, well, well, Duke. Yes. Okay. Mm. I think so. I think the other way around, to be no, honest. No, I think the other way around, yeah. Mate, Jesse and Chester. No, Jesse's we're not casting definitely. Jesse actually, and Chester. We're casting actually, yeah, you will. He, he's playing He's playing. Um, Jesse and he's playing Jesse out of Depp and Del Toro. <laughs> Uh, well, Del, Toro, the, Del Toro can play like he can go either. I like go monkeys. either way. So, yeah, they're not. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. They can go either way. But Jesse would be. Wait, which, one's, which one's Jesse? Which one's Chester? Chester's <laughs> Shawmy and Scott, right? Chester is Shawmy and Scott. Is he? No, it doesn't know. matter. That movie's <laughs> fucked up. They're all fucked up. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so let's uh, give the some Oscar picks. No, give me give me Tony's final thoughts. Oh yeah, Tony's final thought. Tony. Final oh, thoughts. um, this movie. Uh, you come for the trip, you stay for the performances. It's a great, it's a great comedy. Uh, this time I was laughing my ass off. I think if you if you've done the drug they they talk about, which is acid, you can really see the the, the subtleties of the performances. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a and what's a solid... funny and what's not funny as well. Yeah, that's right. Like you yeah, you see solid... the, the hidden jokes almost. Yeah, a solid seven out of ten. I'll give this and a ten out of ten from Tripping Balls. Because when I was on acid, I was like, "This is a fucking masterpiece." I can't believe yeah, how good bro. this is. Like everyone should watch this on acid. That's what I was thinking myself. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's like deliberately tripping you out. The thing yeah. is, that's true, Tony. Like, to a movie to really hit you and connect with you, you need to like associate with the main character or the characters at least. Yeah, and, and you don't do that once you've t- yeah exactly. Once you've tried the drugs and you see where they like their wavelength is and where their motivations are coming from, which is obviously scattered, but you just know you've been there. You can really like connect with the story now. You can't connect with the story without doing it properly, I think. Um, anyway, so let's go Oscar picks. Um, I'll go first. I'm not giving mine. I'm giving mine to set design and costume. Can't give design. it to two. Don't give it to two. Yeah, I can. Well, go set. Oh, go set design then. But I just want to give a shout out to the costumes in this because everyone looks so unique, so weird. That Dan oh. Harmon guy, another guy, yeah. Tony, who's like a good cameo. Um, is your name Dan Harmon? What's the guy out of like NCIS? No, it is Dan Harmon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Another brief cameo by him. Apparently, um, the costume design actually was mostly just more for Johnny Depp. It's actually just Hunter S. Thompson's clothes. Yeah, his wardrobe. <laughs> 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 Fucking That's crazy. Nuts. Actually, it's uh, funny. Did, did you hear what Depp did? Because he did shit. No, Hunter S. Thompson died, and like what he did to his ashes. Oh, uh, didn't he shoot fuck? him out of a cannon or something? Yeah, he shot the ashes out of a cannon. 
He spent $3 million doing it as well. Oh, what? Is that what he million. I bet you, no. I bet you he told him that he wanted to do it. And he's like, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I don't business. think he would have just whipped it out of a cannon nonchalant. Well, but why the fuck did maybe. it cost $3 million? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe to televise it or something. Uh, who knows? <laughs> the Hunter S. Thompson funeral uh, extravaganza. Yeah. Maybe you have to it's buy the ashes epic. first off of, like, the family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, who are you giving your Oscar to, Tony? It's either Depp or Del Toro. To Gary Busey. I think- Gary Busey, bro. Gary Busey. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I'll give it to give Del Toro. Give me a kiss, bro. He did, he did a kiss? great job. Ooh. Del Toro, baby. Okay. Give if you're going to give it to Del Toro, then I will give it to cost- uh, costume and makeup. Nice. Really? Okay, that's good. So let's just talk about the costumes because we every time I try to talk about it, you guys interrupt. Uh, oh, do actually, you talk about the costumes. Anyway. <laughs> it's like everyone's like a diner worker almost. That's what it looks like. It's pretty sick. Everyone's wearing these weird crude outfits, mm. weird colors. Like everything clashes. I love it. It just adds it's to the seventies, man. I was actually even like wondering. The guy, I was wondering the about that because the colors are like pretty vibrant, and I was wondering if it was just the seventies or if it's like a very intentional. I think it's just, just to, it's intentional, just to like spin you out. Um, plus, like back then, it was all disgusting colors anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad. It, like now, like look at the kitchen. Like every kitchen probably in Australia is oh all God, like no. muted colors, neutral. That's your favorite shot. You don't even talk, bro. No, I'm no. I'm saying, shit. but to be honest, actually, I wish uh, I wish people would dress less neutral. Because it's like oh, dressing's different. That's Barbie, bro. Yeah, yeah I want Barbie to get popular. I want Barbie to get more popular, so everyone starts wearing colors. Well, so have you I guys just seen? Go back to being the only guy wearing yeah. black. <laughs> you guys haven't seen Barbie yet? Yeah, that's right, Shorty. Um, not, yet. Yeah. not yet. Not yet. What about uh, Oppenheimer? No, no, not yet. I was going to go watch You've them today, both. but I got stuck. I've seen both. Seen both. Barbie. Yeah. Uh, it was alright movie. Definitely preachy. For sure. Mm. Like, it was, like, not even, like, clever preachy, though. That's what pissed me off. Like, I get yeah. where they're coming from. And it's actually quite, like... It seems conceptually good. But if it's, like, if the end of the movie and the last two-thirds of the movie is just, like, now imagine if this idea was for men. It's, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. And I'm, yeah, like, I'm, like on, I'm on board for the message, but, like, yeah. Same, same. The message is good, but it just seemed lazy to me. It's just, like, are you really this lazy? Yeah. They're trying to disguise it in like how they're trying to be clever with it. It's like it's so in your face. Like, look how clever we are. It's like, no, that's not clever. It's just it's like heavy-handed. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I have to watch the movie. But Oppenheimer, um, the ending was my favorite part. And it wasn't yeah. even like a big twist ending or anything like that, but just a really good ending. Mm. Um, Is it it's linear? very long though. Is it linear? Uh, it's a part like the whole – you can cut it. I don't know if you've seen Oppenheimer. I don't know if it's even a spoiler, but this whole um, Danny Jr. part, I think you could lose – it's important to like the story structure because it's like two stories going on at the same time. Right. One's about like his life, and, and the one's other one about, is about like, the development of the bomb, I guess. Yeah, like that. One's about the, the development of the bomb, and one's about like the aftermath of the bomb, and like what got, what's done to his life, and like I see, I see. Like people think he's like a communist. Like, should you? This is right down your alley, bro. Like he's not a communist, but that's right. No, but so no, but this is when there was like the fear of communism in America. Yeah, no, no. that's what really fucked this guy over. And it wasn't even communism either. It wasn't even about that. It's just like the fear of the, I don't know, the capitalist, capitalist fears or whatever. That's all it is. Mm. It's quite interesting. Really good. No, you'll like it, Shorty. Trust me. All right. I just have low expectations. I'll watch it and I'll like maybe be surprised. So, that's good. Yeah. It was good. I hated when I was sitting there. I was in the cinema. Fucking, I was like booked a seat by myself. It was pretty much packed out. There's a couple oh, of loser, free seats. Loser alert. <laughs> <laughs> you your wife, mate. Yeah. 
<laughs> she was not going to watch a three-hour movie about a nuclear bomb being designed and My wife would love it because I just say, and, it's and Florence story, Pugh, this stuff uh, actually happened. Yeah, Florence yeah. Pugh's she'll be, she'll like, an amazing on-screen presence. Yeah, that was awkward, bro. Because Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about that. So, how do you know about that, Shorty? Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I like Florence Pugh. She's cool as shit. So, you already Googled the photos, have you? No, I haven't seen the photos. Oh, well, you sound like you already know she's nude. She's nude in the movie. Shorty knows all about it somehow. Damn. Um, she's actually surprisingly hot. Like, not like- Whoa. Not as hot as I thought she's going to be, though. She didn't reach my expectations, but I thought she'd be like- She's hot as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, I just cool. prefer Emily Blunt. I think Emily Blunt's hotter. Um, and that's nah. like the love story you have to deal with. Nah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, <laughs> popcorn there, drink there. Some old dude rocks up and sits next to me. I was like, fuck you. Um, it wasn't that bad though. But then the guy in front of me was like a tall motherfucker. And so I had like his hair and his skull was like like the, just the bottom of the screen. <laughs> so I could not get that out of my line of views. And eventually started to slash like, thank fuck for that. But like the first hour, I was like, fuck, I should just leave and just book another ticket. Whoa. Um, super Damn, really? That's bad. The guy's head, bro. The guy's head was there. I couldn't just immerse myself. That's why you take uh, the front I, row, I, Shane. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I never take front row. I took a good spot, but it was just unlucky. The, I should have sat where the old guy was sitting because the, the girlfriend was heap short. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, that guy had a partner. So, I was like the old man in that situation. Like, it was me and this old dude watching Oppenheimer together. <laughs> and the thing is, I gave him the armrest too, and this guy was like spread on the armrest too, like fucking had both there like on the roller coaster ride. And they're like squished to one side. That's why I don't go to the- I don't, That's why I, I don't like going open in weeks, weekend and shit. It's the like second like, weekend, bro. I, I like second it like weekend. two weeks, wait three weeks until I watch it. Yeah, I try, and find, I try and find the most out of the way cinema with the shittest chairs. So no <laughs> yeah, that's like the hype too. You're like caught up in the hype. You kind of want to watch it. Like yeah. ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's true. We'll watch it though because I want to talk about it. I feel like we should do like a half an hour talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, if Both. you guys want that, email that. We can do a Barbie Heimer, just a brief discussion, half an <laughs> hour. By the time they listen to this episode, Shane, both of them won't be in cinemas anymore, I swear. Yeah, probably. Then we lose. We lose. <laughs> just like our podcast, bro. We're, we're hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> we're always behind the times. Anyway, no. so let's go. Okay, so that was Fear and Love in Las Vegas. Thank you, Ethan Hershowitz. Thanks for being a fan. Really appreciate you. I'm glad we are. Uh, we can make you happy and do a pick, guys. You want to say something to Ethan? Sorry Thanks, if we made Ethan. you unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you make him unhappy? No, I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm good. <laughs> what are you saying then? Say something. Uh, no, I'm not saying he'd be unhappy. I'm saying if we made you unhappy, that's what we Fuck do. Fuck you. Fuck it's you. It's, it's basically the the podcast so, mo. So say something nice about Ethan. And say how, why you liked his pick and everything else. All right, Ethan, thank you for picking this movie. It brought back lovely memories when I was on acid. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, it was either this movie or a movie called Funny Pages from 2022. I thought it was Funny Games when I glanced at it. because like, I'm not covering that shit. Funny Ooh, Pages. Are we going to do that? What, funny Pages or Funny no, Games? Funny Games. We can. If no it's way, I'm all doing that bullshit. That, is it narcissistic, is it? Is yeah. that which word uh, you'd use? Psychotic. Is it psych- psycho? What is that person, Shorty, when they're like psychotic? What's the name uh, for it? Sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah, they are sociopaths. Yeah, someone who has like yeah. no emotion. Narcissism two- is there for show. Anyway, we're not talking about- Yeah, so Funny Pages is like another movie you want us to cover, like very niche. So maybe one day we can. Um, funny Pages? Yeah, yeah funny, funny Pages. pages. 20, 2022. It's very low I budget. think it's like a foreign, foreign movie. We should cover it just for him because I don't think anyone else would. Just uh, give us a little hit back. This actually we'll, uh, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, we, we can do it. But I want him to email and say, thanks, guys, for giving me a shout out, and then we'll do it. 
So, so we're, you're holding him ransom. He's like, we'll hold do, him ransom. We'll do funny pages. I need if to start, you give yeah, us good feedback, five star reviews. Yeah, give us a five star. We're going to blast star, funny we'll, pages. <laughs> we're going to blast. Yeah, we're going to do our own review site and de recommend it. <laughs> we'll rate this funny pages one star. <laughs> Unless you rate us five stars. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, guys. I'm not like that. My integrity is too in- intense. Like, I can't. I can't do that. Too. You're like, the person with I'm the least amount honest. of integrity. Actually, have you guys said the new? When you say integrity, I thought of integrity. I was watching South Park. It was the fucking funniest thing. Do you know? There's, have you guys seen the post-COVID episodes? Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, they're older. Yeah, how funny is Cartman? What he does, he becomes a Jew. Yeah, Do you guys find that so fucking shit. funny? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the ones that have been released in the last few years, not. Well, it's no, they're, they're in the future, and like, oh, okay, no, Cartman becomes an actual Jew. Really, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, bro, it's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, so we had in the podcast same way. Free close the next episode. We just finished the theme. Uh, what was it? What was it? Oh yeah, Shorty's fan, theme. Fans, fans pick. Shorty, what was your theme? We just finished. Nineties video game adaptions. Alrighty, Tony. I think it's your pick because we just went from beasts. It's my, finally to, back to Nineties adaptions. So last time I rushed a pick, I picked Hitch. So I don't want to rush. Take your time. <laughs> Hey, did, did you guys not even do Hitch? No, nah, we postponed it. Or oh, what were we do instead, Tony? Was it Cujo? Men in Black, wasn't it? Oh, Cujo. No, it's, Be- Be- no, no, it's Beauty and the Beast. We did Beauty and the Beast instead Sorry, of Sorry, because uh, Will Smith is a beast? No, no, because I pivoted from <laughs> Love Story Hitch to Love Story anim- uh, Animation, Beauty and the Beast. Um, All right, uh, I've got my movie. Like it. All know. right, so Tony, what's our first clue to your theme slash movie? All right, so my first clue would be there is siblings in this movie. And they are two sisters. No, and the actors who play siblings are actually siblings in real life. Social network. (laughs) All right, who are the two actors? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, what's his name? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. And and Army Hammer. (laughs) Sorry, he plays siblings who are siblings in real life. My bad. Yeah, so uh, so, uh, Tony, a quick quick question. Are they twins? They are not twins, no. Wow. So it's not like Ashley Olsen and Mary. Oh, yeah, true. Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan. And no, 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 no. It's not the same. It's not the same character. <laughs> are they? So they're co-leads. You said too. No, I wouldn't say co-leads, but they do play siblings. One's the, one's the lead, and one's like a, a society character. Like it's, mm. it's, a, it's a family sort of thing. Maybe like it's a fan. Maybe also. it's a fanning. No, no, thing. no. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, are these uh, the actors' names Afflix Tony? The Afflix? No, no, no. Oh, All right, give Casey us another Affleck. clue, Tony. It, uh, it's brother and sister. Oh, okay. Oh, that's uh, uh, Jenna Hall. Dogma. No, not Dogma. Dogma. Fucking the one with the, no, the one with the time travel shit. Uh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is right. Yeah. Have you guys seen this film? Yeah. yeah. When was the last I time? I haven't seen this movie. It's been a while. Dude, it's been a while so for me too. High school. You got to love it. You got to love it. Donnie Darko, baby. Fuck, what's that yeah. guy's uh, name? Uh, Richard Jenkins. What's his name, Tony? What's the Jake guy's name? Jake who Sorry. directs it? Who directs it? The guy who directs it was, could have the biggest career is Richard Kelly, but then he went to shit. Richard he Kelly, shit. that's it. He did, shit yeah, he did that. Actually, apparently, Safflin Towers isn't that bad. That the director's cut or something? <laughs> no, apparently, they said it was like it was like some good things in there. Like people really wrote it off for not being like it was. I think that movie had so much hype and it had like a semi decent cast. Like it was well, Michelle Geller, Justin Timberlake, Sean Williams Scott. 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 Sean Williams Scott. It's pretty good. I think for what it is, it's underrated. Uh, anyway, so that movie covering, instead, then. 
covering Donnie Darko. No, we're doing Donnie Darko, mate. The box. Um, oh, that movie was. Yeah, you did the box. Oh my god, that movie was yeah. So, anyways, Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal, probably what well, his breakout role. Mag, yeah, for sure. No, for wasn't sure? it the the bo- the bubble boy? Maggie, no, Gyllenhaal. mate, that did not get him famous, bro. <laughs> it would have been a mixture of things. Bubble boy, <laughs> probably gave him that role. Um, That's what I mean. Anyway, so Donnie Darko next week. Great. Um, we'll start the new theme. So, Chordy, you want to a quick guess at the theme with one movie? Uh, time. No, we already did something about time. Uh. I got one. Sibling, siblings in film. I don't think you'll get it because Sib- I don't even in, know what it is yet. Siblings in film. Right. There's no point. I, I haven't got. Okay, it. Sorry, this, so this is a good one. It's a good. This is a good one. That you could potentially do maybe one hit wonder directors. Mm, that was going to be it, but you just took it. Now I got to change it. So there's no point guessing. Don't have to change it. You can just leave it that way. Just see how you go, anyways. Why not? So let's go. How would you guys <laughs> end the movie? This would be a good one. What, this movie? Like <laughs> Donnie Darko. Fear and, Love and Los- Fear and Love in Las Vegas. How would you guys end Fear and Love in Las Vegas? Mm. It would have to be him what? like leaving Las Vegas and then getting pulled over by the same cop. Like, I thought I told yeah. you to rest. <laughs> 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 it's been That's, four hours. Like it just yeah. revealed like it's been fuck all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, you think it's been days. It. It's been a massive trip. That's pretty mm. good. Well, I'm going to go like you see the guy get in the plane, blah, blah, blah. Anyway... Goes back to Motelis, like in his own filth, opens the door and the guy's in the bathtub and he's like actually dropped him into the bathtub, not the not the plane. Go on with Tony's theory how it's all happened in one room. Right. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, all right. There's like sort of an epilogue thing. Raul Duke is finishing an article. Um He's like at a typewriter. Someone just fart. Hold on. <laughs> that fart? was Tony, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was fucked up. Leave it in, mate. Leave it in. That's what you get. That was me. fucking loud, cunt. I actually, I like, Wait, what the usually fuck? I don't aim it towards the mic, but this time I did. <laughs> like just tilt your ass up. All right. So, surely um, that's what we think about your... Should, 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 Tony, should Tony finish after that? Because Tony's done, yeah. Say? No, no, finish it. No, My fart was more interesting. What do you? <laughs> you really need to give Tony. You just, Tony, you really need to give him a chance, bro. No. <laughs> give him a chance, and we'll di- we'll just debate whether yeah. the fart was interesting. <laughs> and and the back in too, Shane. And the fart back in if it doesn't if it doesn't uh, reach yeah. expectations. All right. So anyway, he's writing an article about all the things that he had to write articles about, and it's like and he goes into the office. And there's an, and his editor is looking at the pages, and it's um who's the guy that plays J Jonah Jameson again? Yeah, um, <laughs> what's the guy? Tony, the guy who plays Army Man, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons, and it's J.K. Simmons, and he's like, "What the fuck is this trash?" And another cameo. That's pretty okay. good. That would be pretty uh, good, though. Yeah, have, like, Toby McGuire comes in with the hair, right? Oh, no. Yes, <laughs> we need Toby McGuire to pop up one more time. Maybe we've seen it, Richie. Like hitchhiking or something, <laughs> or a double whammy. Hmm. All right, so how many deaths are in this movie? There's not actually not many people who die, is there? Is there any deaths? So there's there's no, not a threatening just, with knives. Yeah, let's do like a pun. If you can find a pun anywhere in this movie, deadly puns, but there's no death, so it'd be harder. In in the elevator when he's got the knife out, there could be a good pun <laughs> going, there. Like going down on you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Del Toro would say. <laughs> you guys going down and like look down at us. <laughs> Ew. Something creepy. He does all this creepy shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Actually, here's one. This doesn't happen in the movie, but <laughs> they're in the bathtub, right? And because yeah. his drug trip is so bad, he's like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, I want to get clean. But then actually he does more drugs and dies in the bathtub. 
It's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He drowns. Where's the pun, though? Where's the pun? Gonna get clean, baby. <laughs> it's a double pun. <laughs> always, wanted to, always wanted to get clean. That's pretty funny. He has like all the soap in his car, and then <laughs> Gary Busey's like, <laughs> "What's with the soap or some shit?" He's <laughs> like, "Fuck, that's hard. that's so." You know what? He even touches it. He even touches a briefcase too. The what funny thing about this it? movie is it's much. It's like actually Napoleon Dynamite in that it's funnier to talk about than it is to watch it. Nah, I don't know. I think the whole thing experience is great. Yeah. Um, but you know that scene when he goes, "Kiss me" or something. He's like, "Give me a little kiss." Yeah. Probably that was like improvised by Gary Busey. <laughs> this guy's fucking a maniac. <laughs> Did you actually? Was you think he was like like talking to Deb? <laughs> Dude, but I'm glad they kept it in, man. Because he kind of just be like, "What the fuck is this scene?" Like, yeah, that's, exactly that's, what you that's, think. that's how you like make. I think every movie has like a drug scene. Should have Gary Busey just. <laughs> yeah, is he dead he's yet? Just like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. He was in like Celebrity Apprentice or some shit, bro. Holy fuck, he looks whacked out of his mind. Yeah, actually, quite a sad story. What happened to him? Um, just but we'll finish on this. I think he had a motorbike accident or something. He had like head trauma. Mm. I think he was in a coma and he woke up just different. Really? Yeah. So he wasn't always so fucking nuts. Like, he was always so like quirky and shit, but he never was like off the rails like he is. Or from like <laughs> no. a head injury. If you Google Gary Busey, the first five photos. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> He's actually a really good actor, man. He's a really good actor. Like yeah. Under Siege, um, he's awesome in Lethal Weapon. Such a good fucking villain. We should cover that that movie soon. Under Siege, yeah. <laughs> Under Siege, yeah. He's fucking funny. Like it's like cross dresses at one point. Intimidating. All right, so Tony, a uh, deadly pun to finish us off. I missed the part where that's my problem. You said Maguire? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's a good one. Just something with him in the car. Okay, so they're driving the car. Like, do you know we're going to Vegas to kill that scumbag who ripped us <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so funny. His face is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking, he's done. Just like this podcast, we're done. We're done.